2: <laughs> football
3: that's what that music means and you friday, are you are in the middle friday. yeah on a finally on a football friday in <laughs> the middle and harry mays and barrett brooks with you and we got a lot to discuss today as we approach the final regular season week end of the nfl season and look forward to the playoffs and you know there's still some Loose ends to tie up here with the Eagles in this game against the Dallas Cowboys. And I know you want to get into, uh, you know, basically the value of playing in the playoffs. And I think that's something good to to talk about today. We're also going to have a guest on at 1130 from Covers.com. His name is Josh Inglis, spelled I-N-G-L-I-S. You can uh, follow him on Twitter at Covers underscore Josh. And he's going to talk about Black Monday. Uh, and then the coaches oh, that may or may not be fired uh, come Monday. And we'll, we'll also hit on, you know, maybe something with uh, George Alabama with him and and maybe some other things, too. But uh, why don't why don't we just get into that after I, I just uh, saw all this covid stuff now with the Dallas Cowboys over the last couple of days has thrown another shadow, um, you know, or a dark cloud over this, you know, what should be a kind of a celebratory game in my view that, you know, the end of the season, you're playing your, your hated rival, you're, you're at home. Yeah, exactly. And you know, you're at home and you know, now you don't know if, you know, if the starters are going to be playing, if they are going to be playing, how long they're going to be playing. And now you got all this stuff with the, uh, on, on both sides of the ball. We talked about the Eagles players with the COVID at the start of the, of the week. And now there's a bunch of uh, players with Dallas too. So it kind of just th-
2: sort of, you know, muddies up this game even more, uh, in my view. Um, Starting to be key players also, like, you know, kind of what the Eagles are going through. Key players, like, all of a sudden, Micah Parsons is now on the COVID list. Tyron Smith is on the COVID list. Right. I mean, come on, man. I mean, I know it was all BS from the beginning. They were talking about, oh, we're going in there. We're we're trying to play to win. No, you're not. You've already been – you're already gunshot. I knew they were going to be gunshot simply because what happened to Michael Gallup. He's out for the season. You think they're gonna risk their guys going into this playoffs? I mean, this is well, I keep saying what, that this What are you saying ahead. here? What are you saying? Are you saying that uh, Tyron Smith, Anthony Brown, Micah Parsons, and Amari Cooper went out and got covered intentionally? They might even they might even have it, man. They just put them on the list just so they can be on the list. So oh. you know if they go through the playoffs. And I'm gonna tell you love, the truth. I yes. love your level of cynicism. You have to be, man, because like I said, man, this is probably their last hurrah as far as being a good team, man. Mm. I'm serious. This yeah. salary cap is going to kick them in the rear, bro. I'm telling you. You know, after you play the quarterback, you know, once they're up against the cap already. Right. They paid their running back. They paid their quarterback. They paid their run, um, their wide receivers. They paid their offensive line. Bro, there's not enough money to, 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 to allocate anymore. Yeah. I mean, come on, man. Who are they going to bring in as far as free agents? Who are they going to pay to keep their free agents from um, leaving the team? There's a lot of guys that are up this next year coming. You know what I mean? So, I mean, how, how do you sign How do you sign Randy Gregory? Mm-hmm. How do you go out there and sign I don't know um, that
3: you've signed him. I mean, he, he's, he was barely on the field ever as a Dallas Cowboy. I mean, to me, I'd right. be like, see you later. See, right. Sayonara.
2: But you got Leighton Van Der Esch. He's, okay. he's up for a deal. He's a valuable um, player. Exactly. Uh, Dalton Schultz is going to be up. All right, you know, I like him. These, I but mean, he's
3: replaceable. Guys. Dalton Schultz is replaceable.
2: Man, I mean, I'm, he's okay.
3: It's not he's okay. like he's yeah. freaking Jason or uh uh Travis Kelsey. You right, know?
2: right, 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 right. But still, man, it's it's just gonna be tough for them to and they gotta pay, see what they're gonna do with, with with uh Pollard. Are they gonna pay Pollard too? You can't pay two He's guys questionable this field.
3: week, too, by the see, way, for this game. I don't know. Yeah.
2: So this is gonna be this gonna be a powder puff football game, bro. I know, a pillow fight. And 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 that and it leads right into my sentiments, what I've been saying for the longest. that the Eagles pull out this victory? You know what I mean? Now, well, what's to the be Gardner Minshew doing this in the second yes.
3: half? Yes. Yeah? Yes. Oh, yes.
2: man. Yes, Minshew Mania is back, baby. <sighs> it's going to be back. The 2022 version of Minshew Mania <laughs> already.
3: It didn't even take two weeks into uh, the, the month of January. But all right. Well, in all seriousness, before we get to your playoff point, um, how much do you think Jalen Hurts plays in this game?
2: I'll, I'll give it a half. I'll give it a the half. first half. Yep. I'll give it a All half. All right. They I really want
3: to see him play some of the game. I don't you know if it's a full half or a couple of good drive. You know, let's just say they, they have the first string for, or, you know, as much as they can assemble of the first string offense in there. And they go through their first two drives and put up 10 points. I might be good enough with that and then get him out of the game. Uh, But I want to see them score and I want to see them move the football because they haven't been doing the scoring part of it in the first parts of these games in quite a while.
2: Well, absolutely. They got to go out there and start early, start fast. And, you know, they got to get out of this, 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 you know, all right, we're going to go in and and, and we're going to just. You know, buy at our time until we come out in the second half, make adjustments, then blow people out. Now they yeah, can't we'll do spot that. you Yeah,
3: ten point lead, right. and We'll come
2: back and win the game. Yeah. There's no way you can do that against a Rod, Brady, you know, or, or anybody in the playoffs. even Stafford. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mean, exactly. Yeah. You can't do that. They got too many weapons, man. But I mean I, I can't wait, man, because I want to see who's crying. I, you know, angry out talking about, you know, it will be 21 under the cap and we'll still be whining. No, we're not gonna be whining. You guys will be whining. It'll be back to the old uh Dallas Cowboys again. Um, Zeke will be out there with, with his with his cane, limping around for the next two or three years, and they still gotta pay him. You know what I mean? We 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 got we'll, we'll be okay. We'll see what's going on down in big D. How how much big D you guys gonna be yeah. next year? Well, apparently all these guys
3: are going front row at these Mavericks games, you know, out there, uh, you know, just, painting just sucking in the town, into COVID. Yeah, you know, painting the town, you know, and out there, I guess they're not paying attention to whatever protocols and, and things that they're supposed to do. And that's where they say Amari Cooper uh got it. And and apparently he could be fined, actually, for violating the unvaccinated player rules. And, they're, you know, these rules are just like they're very you, need, you almost need to be an attorney to really go through them, and I'm not going to do that. But exactly, apparently, he's exactly. on the hook, and he was at a a Mavericks game front row, uh, court side with CD Lamb the other night. Uh, after, like two days after Micah Parsons was apparently at at the Mavericks game, uh, front row, you know, court side, and both of these guys or two of th- of these three guys now are in the COVID protocols.
2: <laughs> this is it's crazy, man, because. You heard, you heard what our quarterback said. You know, if he catches it, he's going to be catching doing the right things. You know what I'm saying? That means he's being around his players. He's not going out to a, a, a Sixers game. He's not going to be around where he can catch it. He's going to do the right things and stay where he needs to stay. If that means isolating, you got to isolate yourself. You know, I, I, I'm a firm believer, man. Why you know why go out there and, 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 and tempt fate when you could just stay there and you can go to plenty of games after this season. You know what I mean? Dallas will be sitting next to us after the first week of the playoffs because they're going to get knocked out of the playoffs just as fast as we're going to get knocked off the playoffs. So, you know, I mean, me and Angry Al will be sitting here. We'll be talking on, on the middle uh, in, in about two weeks together with both of our squads sitting at home. So I'm, I'm just letting you know that too, Angry Al. That's wow. My boy, though, man. You're yeah, calling Angry out Angry
3: Al on a yeah, Friday man. morning on, here. Just about...
2: because yeah. this, this is Dallas week. And I, I refuse to go through this Dallas week and not go off a little bit. I've been kind of mundane this entire week, man. I yeah. ain't been saying nothing about being Dallas So you're Dallas busting week. loose today. Yeah, bro. This well, is it's still about Dallas goddamn week. time. That's <laughs> all go. I got to say.
3: <laughs> <laughs> coming at angry al like that i love exactly it. yeah exactly. he's a very good listener of this program and a That's supporter my dude, man. this program but man. An fan so this yeah. is kind of the week to like you know butt heads with angry al and, and he Joey, makes no
2: qualms about
3: it no no he loves it actually i think i think yeah. it i think it actually keeps him going he needs a little bit of that
2: fire he stays fired up man you know yeah. i remember back in the day at the old station yeah. I saw him at you know, I saw them at the uh what, what was that thing they used to have? The you fan know, fest. The fan fest. Yeah. You know, we sat down, you know, talked a little bit, you know, you know, even had a couple together. Right. Now did you but just damn see... it at the end of the day he's a Dallas fan and this is Dallas week, so I can't stand his ass right now.
3: <sighs> did you just see the uh uh the angry out post that Xander popped up on the screen there? No, he I used, didn't see it. He used the term here molly whooped. I saw, yeah, I did. Your see boys it. are gonna get that. Molly whooped. All right, by Cooper Rush.
2: Are you kidding me? What? Are you kidding me? Because yeah, there's the, no way that there's no Dak, way that Dak plays because his starting left tackle is not playing. Right, so There's right. no way he don't have a snowball's chance of playing.
3: Yeah, this on the playing. two year anniversary of uh, the loss of the great Neil Peart, the drummer of Rush. Rush. Okay, that's the only Rush I want to be talking about today. <laughs> not freaking Cooper Rush.
2: Okay, Cooper Rush.
3: Yeah. Now, Joey B's up here. He's 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 alive. He says uh, he's asking me my thoughts on the PGA Tour censoring broadcasts.
2: What do you mean? Thinks by it's that?
3: lame and entertaining. So I didn't even really know anything about this. So I just looked uh, looked it up and apparently they're going to be uh, censoring and muting anything remotely sensitive on the broadcast. <laughs> like if a player says a curse word. You know, or or anything like that. I guess oh, okay. I don't know. Nice, I, yeah. You know what? I, I, I curse enough for the book for all of them, so it, <laughs> right. it really doesn't matter to me. I curse when I
2: watch the damn stuff. So, but uh, evidently, um, you know that's where what's where all starts this year, huh? Over in Hawaii.
3: Yeah, they're over there now. Yeah, it's nice. I mean, we got snow outside. I don't know how much snow you got, Barrett. We got about we got four inches. You got, we got six. six. we got six inches
2: of snow, yeah.
3: Well, yeah, and I mean, it looked, you know, pretty and all until they start plowing it, and, you know, then it gets kind of nasty. Uh, But uh, hopefully this stuff will be out of here by Sunday. It's going to be 40 degrees on Sunday, and I understand a little bit of rain, so that'll probably get rid of most of this stuff. Now, what's Uh, the the weather report for tomorrow for the game? uh, It's going to be very cold tomorrow. Um, let me see, let me pull this up. You know I got to this... go
2: in early, also, man, because this is going to be ridiculous. Why is it one of them stupid hockey games? It might be. Yeah, something's going on over there that they said we got to come in a little early. You know, yeah. don't get caught outside of it.
3: Tomorrow the high is thirty two degrees. That's the same. Or Saturday is thirty three degrees. Today's thirty two. So a low of eighteen and thirty three degrees. I know. I don't, that, I don't know what the win situation will be.
2: I got my son tickets to the game, so he's going to the game. Oh yeah. You know. Yeah, and uh, I told him, you know, don't be trying to sneak over to my office and you know bum money off me either, man. Just go out there and take it. Right know, now. Get now, get do that you do you pull good tickets for for something like that? Like, are you able to get good ones? Yeah, I got I got good tickets. Yeah, yeah. These are alumni tickets. Yeah, because I, ne- oh. I never I never call them. I never call. I never ask for tickets. Right. You know what I mean. But right. I, I mean, I, I had to go out and. And, uh, you know, ask for the tickets, you know. So now I owe somebody because of him. Oh, really? Yeah. Now, so I'm, now, in now, now I'm in, in somebody's pocket. I owe somebody. So now I got to do a freebie for the Eagles because of this. You do you know enough I mean? freebies. But still, though, I, I still feel obligated now to to give Ray. She's like our, um, she's our uh, alumni connect. So, you know, every once in a while she asks for the freebies and everybody's mm-hmm. like, uh, well, I'll go ahead and do it. You know, I did a couple freebies already. Uh-huh. You know what I mean, but I, I owe her another one because of this. I'd have did it anyways, but still, I feel as though I owe her now because of my son.
3: So, what time do you have to get in there tomorrow?
2: Well, you know if the game's at eight o'clock. Right, be there eight fifteen
3: actually. I think. Yeah,
2: eight fifteen. So I got to be there two hours before. So I'll probably get there. I'll probably get there even wow. earlier than that. I'll probably leave five, my house at four thirty. Yeah, I probably yeah, leave my house four thirty. Yeah, you'll get it. You'll be in there by five five fifteen. Yeah, so I'll. I'll I'll get in there and relax a little bit. Usually, I'm getting there right when I'm supposed to be there. And then right. I'm running around, you know, because I, I, I don't iron my stuff at home. I don't send it to a cleaner's. I wash my stuff myself. Mm-hmm. I refuse to give somebody $10 to wash and, 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 and iron something when I could do it myself. Okay. I could do that myself. So I'll go there, and it usually takes about 30 minutes to iron my shirt. I even have starch there at the. You have um, an
3: iron at, at the Comcast. I bought at the, the iron. At the arena, right. I right. have an
2: iron, an ironing board. Okay. And I have spray starch there. Wow. That I that I supplied myself back in my, you know, my uh, breakfast on broad days. Now, what does Amy Fadul
3: say about this? Like, she should be uh, applauding you for this kind of behavior. Well, she does. She does. Yeah.
2: Because when she's in there doing her makeup, then I mosey on in there and start ironing. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? While she's ironing her hair, you know, woman, they put that stuff in there. Well, she's doing that stuff. I'm in there ironing to her and talking to her about stuff that I have to do. Yeah. You know, she gets me up on all the latest. You know, I got to do my my, um, year-end review. I still haven't done it yet. Oh, yeah. Boss has asked me like three times. I said, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. So I'll get in a little earlier and do it right then when I'm there. So you do. You
3: have to give yourself a review.
2: Yeah, yeah. Now, how?
3: why don't we do this right on the show here?
2: Okay, well, then why don't you review gonna...
3: yourself in the final half hour of the show? Because we're going to talk a little mock draft too in the second hour. Oh, perfect! Since I have perfect. ESPN Plus now, I have access to Todd McShay's first mock draft, and I think you will find this very interesting with regards to the Philadelphia Eagles selections. What? So we'll go through that in the second hour, but I, you'll also do your live personal review.
2: Yes. Now, so are you
3: critical of yourself?
2: Absolutely critical of myself. Yeah. Absolutely. Because I understand I have shortcomings. Mm -hmm. I understand there are things that I have to work on. You know, I mean, like I said, even though, you know, I keep telling people this CTE is a real thing to me. Mm -hmm. You know, I forget names all the time. I'm bad at names, man. But I've always been bad at names. Wait, no, wait. Before, when, before.
3: when you say bad at names, bad at names on the show or bad at names like where somebody will walk in and you just forget their name? and No, you know bad you're... at names on the show. Oh, and I'm, okay. I'm, I'm,
2: you know, like players and stuff right, like right, that. Right, you know, right. Like, <laughs>
3: I don't put oh, much oh, in that.
2: What's his name? Oh, yeah, oh yeah. Well, yeah, exactly. The streamer, the streamer, they'll tell me. <laughs> right. They, they know who it is. Right. And and, and they and they understand this with me, so they don't. You know, they don't look down at me because. Right. Of that. That's why I love my guys on the. stream. You need a stream
3: yes. on that on that post game show, is what I you mean. mean.
2: You know what? You're absolutely right, bro. I should tie it in, bro. Seriously. Tie it in all yeah. to my all my shows. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I can go interact back and forth. Right. So.
3: Joey B will be the first one in there, guaranteed.
2: <laughs> Penguin AZ giving me corners yep, and tips. Exactly. <laughs> yep.
3: Angry Al will bust in if they lose. Right, if right, you
2: lose right. to the Cowboys, Angry Al will be in there. <laughs> He'll be the first one in there. What do you think about this? Uh-huh, B, right. what? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Cooper Rush. <laughs> hey, man, you know, uh, 91 LXXers, I got a damn good um, – baritone, man. Oh, man. Oh, yeah? I wish we could do it. Oh, yeah. It's great, man. I I, I broke down the uh, that 3-3 defense that I saw in the pick play. You know what I'm saying? Oh, I mean? okay. So it, it's, it's, it's phenomenal, man. I got to figure out a way, man, to do it so I can get it on our show.
3: So the 3-3-5 defense. Yes. Yes. Okay. Yes. Nice.
2: I mean, that, you know, cause it's, it's, you, it's it's great breakdown, too.
3: Do you think you'll see any of that out of Dallas?
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
3: Okay. All right.
2: You know what? Only if they get behind, because it's not a defense you can run against those guys. Because they like to run the ball. Mm. You know they enjoy right, running right. the ball with Pollard, and when they can get something out of Zeke, which is few and far between.
3: Yeah, well, like I said, Pollard's questionable now for this week. Well, so good.
2: Let's 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 keep him a, a questionable guy. It,
3: it might be a whole lot of Zeke uh, well, for for all we know.
2: He kills us, though, man. He kills us. He, I mean, no matter how he's feeling or how he's been playing, he always has a great game against the Eagles, man. I don't understand what it is.
3: I don't understand it. Now, you said so, last night you did not watch any
2: sports. I don't no. even know, like, outside of the golf, what sports was on last this night? Just basketball, you know. I mean, I I, I took I, – I turned the channel every once in a while, looking at that, um, the, the Celtics game, Knicks game. You know, I went oh, back and forth. Okay. I would just glance at it for a little bit, and I'll change the channel. Okay watched
3: did the Knicks win that game?
2: Uh, yeah, they did last okay. second shot by All Barrett.
3: Right. Oh, okay,
2: last second shot, RJ by Barrett. Yep. yep, yeah, so I watched uh, a little bit of that. Was he Carolina guy? Uh, Duke,
3: Duke. I believe. Duke. I think he's yeah. a Dukey. Yeah, he was one of them lottery picks a couple years ago. Not a bad player, yeah, yep, yep. Um, yeah, I'm just trying to see. All right, uh the latest here on the coaching situation. Of course, we're gonna have uh Josh Inglis at the bottom of the hour talking about the firings or the the future firings and also who might be getting these jobs. Byron Leftwich uh to interview for the Jaguars job it says here. Okay. All right, that's that that'll al- of-
2: that'll actually be a great pickup by them.
3: It makes a lot of sense. I mean a you, you, you whole figured- lot of sense. He's gonna get uh, he's gonna get a lot of love. Yep, in this go round as as well he should. Now I guess did Doug Peterson already interview?
2: I don't know. I think they tried to interview.
3: Yeah, they in have the... already interviewed Jim Caldwell and Doug Peterson, and also Tampa Bay uh, coordinator Todd Bowles is scheduled to interview.
2: Wow. Well, that's what I thought they interviewed already. The two coordinators that um. You know, in and Bowles. Mm. Well, I, I know they got permission. Yeah, they got permission.
3: And Nathaniel Hackett is going to be interviewed. Well, he's a he's a uh, that's a, f- a football family. This Hackett man, Hackett, that that's yeah. his dad and whatever was a coordinator for years. Um, so Doug is already interviewed. Yeah, I mean, why wouldn't he? He's he's free to do whatever he wants right
2: now. He's chilling right now, playing yeah. golf every day. Let's say he plays golf every day.
3: Yeah, that's great. <laughs> I'd As fish well, every he day. should.
2: I'd fish every day, but you you would you you would actually play golf every day?
3: I'd play thirty six every day if I was Doug Peterson what? with that bank account. Hell yeah!
2: Well, he's he's, he's owed six point six million for the next two years, right? Exactly. Man. Yeah. I, I'm 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 doing the wrong things. You're absolutely right, bro. I should be coaching right now.
3: You should. Well, your boy's man. gonna be on the running backs coach for Temple. Oh, by the way, that uh, I mean they've been writing about that.
2: Oh, um, so what I got to get him oh, on? Then.
3: Yeah, you got to get him on now. Unless they're gonna unveil the whole staff as a whole, and then after that, maybe these guys will be free to talk. I don't know, but uh, it's 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 common knowledge that he's the running backs coach. Your buddy Preston Brown. Yeah, man, he could he could get you in there.
2: Yeah, yeah, right. Man. Exactly, yeah, I, I mean, I'd have to come in like probably in his capacity. Yeah. If if I wanted to leave you, I don't know if I wanted to leave you yet, man. You know, what I mean? if I could bring you with me. Yeah, I'd
3: be some quality control guy or something. He, you know, know, I'm good at quality if, control.
2: I don't know if it's the quality part would be about, yeah. but it, it'd quality definitely control. be the control. Yeah, or
3: or um, sports information director. The SID. Right, 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 right. Yeah. yeah, like Rich Berg would have to go do something else, and I'll just take that spot.
2: that'd be amazing though
3: yeah uh, that wouldn't be bad all right i'm gonna look at the line uh, the last i checked the point spread the eagles uh were getting five now it was up to seven at one point but i guess with all this covid stuff to some of these key personnel uh the number has come on down i mean it's so hard you know to really even think about wagering in these games where you're talking about a lot of covid absences and the fact that certain teams don't need the game and nobody really needs this game yeah could Dallas benefit by winning sure as long as Tampa or, you know and and or the Rams lost they would benefit something but it's so hard to try to handicap a game like this where a you don't know who's playing you don't know how long whoever's playing you know yep. and you know if, if if there's real motivation on either side aside from just leaving the game healthy you know and getting ready for the
2: playoffs health is the health is the biggest determining factor on if a guy's gonna play or not i mean are they are they entering into into this game um healthy you know or or do they have something that's you know that they're lame about you know that you know they have an ailment or something i mean you know Mm -hmm. just like you know us talking about um you know the mere fact that hurts is playing yes i want to play but Another week to rest that ankle. Yeah. Have them full strength going into the playoffs playing whoever we're playing. You know, that's 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 that'll help us. You know what I'm saying?
3: I agree. That'll definitely help us. Yeah, the other game on Saturday is a 430 game. Kansas City is in Denver. Now, obviously, Denver's out of it, but Kansas City technically, I guess, could still get the one seed. Yes. All right. So Tennessee doesn't have that totally locked in there yet. So I guess but, that they're are uh, they they're gonna play they're gonna play starters, right?
2: Well but we we're talking about you know big red right Andy, andy's never been that type of guy andy'll rest his guys, don't you think? He rested his guys when he were here, when he was here. Well, I mean, see, but th-
3: it's different though. The one seed is the only seed that gets a bye right. this year, as opposed to years past where the top two get buys. So I, I think he would love to get that that one seat so i think they're gonna obviously try to win the game and they could probably win the game with their backups anyway right um right but i wouldn't be surprised if mahomes played some Don't you i think? think he wants
2: to play some. he's right. been he's 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 definitely um put it out there that he wants to play mm-hmm. you know he wants to go out there and 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 you know keep the momentum going right you know he's he's avid about that he's got to keep the momentum going he doesn't feel as though his team right now is' in good enough shape to go out there not as certain shape as far as being a conditioning shape but as um be as being as dominant as they had been the past two or three years going into the playoffs he's not right. comfortable with it so he wants to keep the momentum going into and that's smart by him you know what I'm saying that's very smart by him they they had won like what eight in a row three
3: six eight or seven in a row before losing to Cincinnati last week right. In a great game, that was that was might have been the best game of the weekend. Oh no, question! No, no they question. had won, they did win eight in a row. Let's see, two, four, six. Yeah, they did win eight in a row prior to losing to Cincinnati. You know, ever so since they, they really picked up the uh, DM from yeah, the, when they picked up the Ingram,
2: defense, you know Ingram. Yep. Yeah. So once they picked them up, it changed their defense.
3: Their last uh loss prior to that was to Tennessee, on the road. So yep. There, there's your one seed, right? 27 to 3.
2: I don't think they're as dominant as they are, but I still see them coming out uh going out of the uh the AFC in the
3: Super Bowl. To Kansas City. Yeah. Yeah, for some reason I do too. I I don't know what it is about Buffalo, but I'm just not believing in Buffalo anymore. Me neither. Me neither. They've caught up
2: with them. They, they just, they they just they need a conventional
3: run game in Buffalo.
2: They don't have that. I mean, no, they, they they a three-headed it's, monster, and it's just not working for them.
3: That's what I'm saying. Like, like that—that's something they definitely need need to address between now and next season. Because you know, these windows don't last. Stay open forever. Yep. You know, when you've got a team that's really good, and I think they're capable of winning a Super Bowl. But I just think that that's that's that one element that they're missing.
2: I like I like them, you know, just because they're quarterback. I like their defense, mm-hmm. but to me, they still seem like they're just front runners. you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, I really think they have a lot of kinks in their armor, you know, even offensively, even with their quarterback, I don't see the consistency of of of, of him being a playmaker like I did you know the year prior and towards the end of uh I mean the uh, beginning of this year. He, he doesn't seem like he's the same guy. So the offense goes where he goes. And he hasn't been, you know, dropping dimes from you know 60 yards like he was doing last year. Right, right. You know what I mean? You don't see that consistency.
3: Now the the Penguin AZ is asking about the middles Packers bet for the Super Bowl.
2: We we still gotta right. get, get that. We still gotta get that going.
3: Well, we got it going the, where the money right. is in. And ninety one LSX is saying, is telling him that Aton made off with the money. That is not. I cannot confirm that he has not made off with. He, he hasn't Bernie made off with no. any money. No of <laughs> ours. Okay. The the bet is in. The bet is in. And if it hits, trust me, we will come a calling.
2: Okay. <laughs> no question about it. There's that. no
3: way he's gonna he's gonna waltz off with our
2: cash. No. Uh-uh. All right. I mean, and it's, and it's documented and everything, man. We we right. have it. It's documented.
3: You know I got we, my my Venmo statement for me the too. Year. Yeah. Did you see, did you get the one for the year? It's gotta be in there, right?
2: Of course. Yeah. It's yeah. Right there.
3: So we have proof.
2: Yes. So I want right. my, whatever it is. <laughs> yeah.
3: Well, he seems to say that if it hits, it's eight grand. So, I mean, we got, you know, a portion of that. We have we, to,
2: I mean, you and I put in a uh, hundred each, right? Yep, one hundred each. Yeah. So, it's, so it's um, I it, mean, we got to go one fourth, one fourth for him, one fourth for you, one fourth for me, and one fourth for the stream. Who put their money in? Now
3: they're saying that Aton spent it on King of Queens box sets. <laughs> I don't think so. <laughs> That's only like thirty bucks, probably, to get the box set of that. Right. Come on, stop. <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a short time out. We're gonna be back on the other side. Talk a little Black Monday. Uh, with our buddy from Covers.com. And uh, we got a lot of other stuff to talk We'll, we'll hit on the uh, national championship game, too, with Josh Inglis of Covers.com when we return.
0: Go for the midnight Dares. Go for the game.
4: Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
5: Good day everyone, it's Joe Kraus from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, So excited to introduce Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th, and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team and also experience Krause's Co-Check, a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Krause's Co-Check here at Neck of the Woods.
2: Cheers.
0: Go for the midnight dares, go for the game,
4: go for the hits, go for the fans, go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: All right, welcome back to the show middle with barrett brooks and harry mays on the jacob media youtube channel and we're going to start off this half hour with a special guest because um you know we got playoffs coming up in the nfl and we got week 18 this weekend but monday is a big day on the nfl calendar and i told you Barrett, it's one of the days that i kind of look forward to because (laughs) we get a lot of good uh, content out of coaches getting whacked and other coaches interviewing for these jobs and We got Josh Inglis on here from Covers.com. You got to follow him on Twitter, at Covers underscore Josh. And we're going to talk about Black Monday. Josh, welcome to the show, man. How are you?
7: What's up, guys? Thanks for having me on. I appreciate
3: you, man. appreciate you, man. Now, you're up in Canada, correct?
7: Yeah, I'm in the cold north right now, brother.
3: All right. Well, we got four inches of snow where I live last night. That's the first snowfall of the year. Barrett got about six inches. When was your first snowfall? And how much is outside your door right now?
7: Zero snow. What got snow in December? I'm not. We're not living in igloos up here. It's okay.
2: <laughs> <laughs> we seem to think everything. You know, everybody right. lives in uh yeah. in Canada. Uh, 20 feet of snow with with bears running around Ice fishing front yard. Yeah. yeah ice fishing yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah. it's
7: probably colder in Minnesota than where I am right now
2: right <laughs> Oh wow all right well good for you
3: All right Josh let's get to it man uh, obviously there's two jobs that are open right now. Jacksonville has interviewed some candidates already. the Las Vegas Raiders I don't think are going to move forward uh, with Passaccia, despite the pretty decent job that he has done. how many jobs do you think end up being open after Monday or Tuesday?
7: Uh, looking at the list, I don't know. You could go as high as maybe five. You could go high as six or seven. It's a, it's, it's. I don't know. What are they going to do in Minnesota, right? Uh, are, is Houston going to keep Cully? There's, there's lots of questions. Like, have people had enough time? That's going to be a big thing. Is Matt mm-hmm. Rule going to stick around? Probably not. Uh, one thing we can agree on is probably a happy day for Chicago fans uh, on Monday. With <laughs> he probably hitting the road. But like in perfect Chicago fashion, they're finally going to get rid of Nagy, but then GM Ryan Pace is reportedly still going to stay on as like head of football operations. So like, wow. it's like one step forward, two steps back in Chicago.
2: What what do you think, you know, as far as that, you know, everything's going on Nagy, how do you do that? Cause they, you know, they usually go tied hand in hand, you know, with, 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 you know, the GM bringing in a coach and, you know, and vice versa, you know what I mean? So, how do they go forward out there without changing, you know, the, the the culture there? I mean, he's the one that's bringing these athletes in. You know, how do they know that, differentiate who the, did this and who did what?
7: That's the dumbfounding thing, right? With like trading up to pick up both your quarterbacks, like there's there's problems here. But as we see throughout the NFL, specifically, like in the Giants, if you like if you like the GM, like if if you can work with personnel around not just a tandem between a GM and a coach, like. Uh, what's happening there's there's rumors that uh, joe judge will stick around and they'll find a gm to work with him in new york like, it's work. Just, I, I, like i know it makes no sense to me but it's just it's relationships with ownership that drive these things but i'm with you i mean it's, it should be like a three tandem thing you should have your gm you should have your head coach and you should have your oc all lined up together all on the same page and when you see this list of Las Vegas, Jacksonville, Denver, Minnesota, Carolina, Chicago, the Browns, the Giants, possibly the Seahawks, all looking maybe to make some changes. You see some uh, dissimilarities between those three groupings, between the GM, between the head coach, between the offensive coordinator. So I don't know what they're doing in Chicago, but, I mean, we're probably all in the same boat that it should probably go, Ryan Pace should probably hit the road with Matt Nagy as well.
3: Yeah, I totally agree with that. Josh Inglis joining us uh, from Covers.com. And uh, since you're talking about Chicago, uh, what did you make of some of the rumors that were floating around a couple of days ago about Jim Harbaugh possibly being the uh, next head coach for the Bears? You put any stock in that?
7: Uh, I mean, the rumors are the rumors are pretty cool, right? So Harbaugh probably wasn't going to go last year. He finally beat Ohio State. He can, he can leave. He's leaving on a high note. He took that pay cut. He bet on himself. He won. His buyout's only like $2 million, so that's not a lot of money. Mm. The ties to Chicago are evident while he was playing there, right? I mean, uh, there's ties to Vegas, but the ties to Chicago are nice. But if I'm going to Chicago, I'm going there with maybe not the best team out of the group of, like, outside of Jacksonville, obviously. The best team and the best situation. You don't have a first-round pick next year. I mean, yeah, it'd be a dream for them. Imagine they got uh, Day to come in as offensive coordinator with Justin Fields. Like, they're, these are pipe dreams for Chicago fans. And as we know, they're probably not going to get their man. I would like uh, I would like Harbaugh to go somewhere bigger, flashier. Like, Vegas could really use someone like Harbaugh because they've just drafted so terribly. Hmm. They need someone with Mayock to – to work on that system because they have a great team. They have one of the best pass rushes in the NFL. They probably have one of the most competent quarterback plays of this group. Uh, I like him to go to Vegas if he's going anywhere, but we just might be feeding these rumors. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, looking at, you know, shifting to the East Coast, do you really think that, uh, you know, the Panthers are going to be looking elsewhere? I mean, he's only had, what, you know, two years to, to really bring his guys in, bring his people in. I mean – He's, Matt Rule you're talking about Yeah, right? Matt Rule. Yeah. He's whiffed on the quarterback situation yeah, pretty totally. bad. I mean, is that that is, is that his 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 downfall, the, the whiffing of a quarterback?
7: Yeah, like I still think he's under contract for another year or something, but but like the handling was so bad. Like I was reading an article, if it wasn't for Urban Meyer this year. Matt Rule would be next to to Matt Nagy <laughs> in in the media. Like Mm -hmm. the way he handled his QB situation, he actually thought that he could run a two QB system down the stretch here. He had one of the best defenses and somehow he couldn't motivate them to play the entire year. He spent all his draft capital on defensive players two years ago. Mm -hmm. And now he's sitting here with uh, Sam Darnold and uh, a loss of draft picks. And he fired Joe Brady, who could be getting another coaching job. Right. (laughs) Right? Like, it's it, it's just not looking good. Like, it, exactly what you say, Bear. Like, we shouldn't want to fire him. We should give him some time. But he shot himself more times in the foot than <laughs> in Plexico Burris at the club. <laughs>
3: right. Hey, Josh, how surprised were you and the guys at Covers that the uh, whole situation with Urban Meyer just went to, uh, to hell in the first year?
7: It just – that's going to lead really into – this Black Monday and what people are going to choose for coaches. Mm -hmm. Like I think going into 2022, GM's owners and stuff, they're going to do everything they can not to have that situation and probably pick the most conservative coaches heading into the 2020 year, because that was probably the worst optics any team and ownership could have had all year. Like you just, it shows you why college coaches, just don't get the respect from full grown men playing football.
2: Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's huge right there, but I don't think the owner is helping himself either. They're trying to get him out of that. You know, the, the, you know, the, the fans are trying to get him out of that. They don't even want him to run the team, let alone, you know, what happened as far as the coaching staff there.
7: Absolutely, Daryl Bevel's, what I think he's the seventh coach since like 2011. <laughs> wow! <laughs> like it's it's just a disaster. Uh, who was what? Where am I? I? This list is so extensive. Oh, uh, Green Bay's offensive coordinator, right? Uh, Nathaniel Hackett. Yeah, he's he's also getting some uh, question and love. I mean, uh, also one of these big questions with all these offensive coordinators is they're back behind really good quarterbacks, and no one can really establish if it's the quarterback. Right. or the offensive coordinator so they're having trouble discussing but back to the Jaguars Nathaniel Hackett almost took a Blake Bortles led offense to the Super Bowl so i mean hmm. like there's some accolades
3: who do you think is going to be the most in demand candidate uh, i mean Doug Peterson our former head coach here has already interviewed in Jacksonville do you think uh, uh does he rise up there and take a couple of interviews who's going to be the, the most sought after in your view
7: I don't know if Doug Peterson's the most sought after. I'd like to hear both your opinion on when you guys brought in Doug Peterson, like, some of the first practices he had. That was also, like, really questionable college trying, you know what I mean? With the guys uh, wearing the big things above their heads, like, in practice, like, you can't compare his drill men, right?
2: Yeah.
3: Yeah.
7: yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we definitely so, had question marks when, when he first arrived. Even before, we were like nobody else was interviewing him. It was the, only the Eagles. So we're like, yeah.
2: you know, how, how good is he? Oh, oh, I, I thought you were talking about the, the, the head coach we have right now. Oh, Nick Sirianni. Sirianni. <laughs> oh, okay. And that's the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Nobody was interviewing him, but our, he ends right. up being our head coach. But, hey, he's got two guys rolling, you know. That's the biggest thing there. How do you make an honest assessment of a new guy? You know, and 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 bringing a new guy in, at least Urban Meyer, you know, had a track record in college, but he also had a track record just you know just breaking down and just leaving. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at you know what's going on in the rest of the NFL. Minnesota is looking right now. I mean, and and he we I I love him. You know, I, I love Zimmer. You know, but nobody else does. So you mean, know, what what's wrong with me? You know, I want him to be my defensive coordinator. What's wrong with me?
7: Uh, Not much. Like Zimmer's in, that's one of the nicer spots too, right? To land if Zimmer does go. I mean, probably have the two, some of the the best wideouts. You got Dalvin Cook. You got competent quarterback play. Uh, Defense could probably pick it up. But Zimmer's what? uh, I'm looking at 73 and 59. He might get another shot, but I think they might be done with him. Uh, His contract goes to 2023. Zimmer will be a guy that will get picked up somewhere else. He he won't be gone. Definitely go on the defensive side. A guy that really interests me heading into the weekend is a guy who interviewed for your Eagles last year in uh, New England linebacking coach uh, Gerard Mayo. Oh, yeah. Like he's, you know, like he's kind of flying under the radar as one of the like if teams want to make that special splashy move, but not be too, you know what I mean? Like not go Mm -hmm. too out on a limb on something. Like he's a player's coach. Like the similarities you could draw would be Mike Vrabel very easily, right? And he's like one win away right. from getting the number one seed in the AFC. Like it's there's it's all what's happening now in the NFL where these guys are landing. I like I like Gerard Mayo to go somewhere. Um,
3: what about Aaron McDaniel's? Was- McDaniel's does he finally take another job?
7: So I think this year, as I was mentioned before, he was. It was Tom Brady, right? Like, how do we evaluate these OCs with great quarterbacks? Right. But now that he's done it with Mac Jones, he might have a little more credibility going forward. And he's gone through this interview process like a hundred times, so he's probably he's probably quite efficient in his interview processes at these at these at these forks in the road. But uh, he's not that high. I think uh, one of the odds he's like plus fourteen hundred to land the Jacksonville job.
3: Hmm.
2: Um,
7: I don't know. Byron Leffler to Jacksonville looks like the best odds there. Yeah. I mean, it just it just makes sense. Yeah, I believe it's that'd probably... be so
2: also. Yeah. What about, yeah. I mean, you know, the stream is talking about Eric Bieniemy. enemy. You know, where does he fit in? He was the hot, you know, the hot, you know, head coaching coordinator, slash, you, know, coordinator yeah. you know, coming out. Now Now he's not, you know, he's, he's like an undertone now. People don't even talk about him.
7: I know. That's the way it seems to go. Like, just like McDaniels, when you get these interviews and you don't land them, you become like typecasted, like – Getting like a role in Hollywood, right? All right, but then, right. Uh, but I think he's even harder to to value here because he's sandwiched between Mahomes and Andy Reid. Right.
3: Like, how much right. of it is him? Right.
7: But we could definitely see him get get some work. I don't know if he goes to Vegas. Uh, Denver could use an offensive-minded coach. Vic Fangio is only nineteen and twenty-nine with no playoffs. Yeah. I mean, the defense is is legit. But they have a lot of good pieces on that offense. It's a great landing spot. It's a tough division right now. But if they get an offensive-minded team in there or an offensive-minded coach that doesn't give uh, Melvin Gordon 50% of the touches and lets Javante Williams touch the ball a little more, then, uh, I don't know, maybe they could play 500 in one of the more more difficult divisions in football.
2: All right, last. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, is Vance Joseph going to be in, on everybody's radar? You know, a former head coach, uh, you know, twice, you know, with, with, with being in, um, in Denver, then going out with the Texans. You know, do you think his name gets brought out again?
7: Uh, from what I've gone through, I've, I've been combing it pretty good. His name doesn't come up right now. I mean, we want these – we want offensive, strong offensive minds. Uh, Leftwich, Leftwich, uh, Kellen Moore – uh b enemy brian deball josh mcdowell's joe brady these are names that are coming up ahead of time before guys like that um i don't see i mean we might only be talking about five spots right
2: right right right
7: like we'd love to see like kevin Stefanski hit the road but i think that's a i think that's a quarterback I, that's baker like a mayfield quarterback. would
3: love that baker mayfield Absolutely. would love that <laughs>
7: Yeah. So so would my uh, Nick Chubb uh, rushing bet from last week, as I watch him just sit on the sidelines versus the worst rush defense in football. No, let's go. Let's go pass first down for minus two yards. Take the run play out of the game.
2: Right. And, uh, right. Don't oh, love I love that. I
7: hate Kevin Stefanski.
2: <laughs> and you got nine sacks. You know, they're trying to break a record out there, and you know, yeah. <laughs> you're still trying to I, throw the ball.
7: If you need week 17 to assess Baker Mayfield's talent going forward, you've already failed as a head coach.
3: <laughs> right. You either that or you haven't been paying attention. Oh, uh, last one like last one about a coach. What do you think Is Pete Carroll is this it for him? Does he walk away in Seattle?
7: Okay. Like now we're just now we're just being in the media, we're just talking about it. he's like number 10 sure. down the list. This is his first losing season. In 10 years. Hmm. okay, He lost Russell Wilson for that long. This is not a great... I don't know. uh, The run defense wasn't bad. There are pieces that could make this team competitive in in another difficult division. Mm
2: -hmm. Pete
7: Carroll will probably go out on Pete Carroll's own terms. He deserves that, I think, with the record that he's done there. Agreed. He's smart enough. I mean, how old is Pete Carroll? Pete Carroll's like the best-looking like 73-year-old man in the world. Right. That, right,
3: exactly right, yeah. He's like 73
2: going on 53. Was it Charles yeah. and Herbert? He's that type nuts, of guy. Right? Right.
7: Like, uh, I think he's like the same age as uh, Houston manager Dusty, uh, Dusty, Dusty Rhodes. Uh, <laughs> Dusty Baker, sorry, yeah. <laughs> the, the, like the difference between those two is night and day
3: exactly right, right. <laughs> yeah hey our our guys on the stream are, are loving the the ceiling that you have and your built in uh your bookshelves and all that stuff back there they're admiring your uh, uh yeah your we just had
7: this this is my garage i turned this into my this is my garage I turned <laughs> into oh, that's a, nice into man yeah it was like uh just crappy drop ceiling you just buy those those are plastic tiles, and you just uh Wow. <laughs> that
3: looks like professional woodwork up there.
7: No, I was a, I was a tradesman before I got into the content, uh, betting analyst gig.
3: Nice. And and Tone, our, one of our streamers says, uh, can Josh get me one of those covers, double zero jerseys?
7: Oh, I, I can't even get one of those. I got a job <laughs> and they gave me this hat and the sweater. Yeah.
3: <laughs> Oh man! Well, I know you're a hockey guy. I've been looking at your Twitter. Um, uh, we oh. won't ask you about any more football. One, one about hockey. Uh, Do the Flyers not are... about
7: your Flyers? Oh god! No,
3: that's <laughs> what I was. <laughs> <gonna say.
7: laughs>
3: All right. Of course, they fire so another how, coach. Yeah, this
7: is how bad the Flyers are. Yeah, Flyers were playing a team on back-to-back nights on the road. Last night, Pittsburgh obviously came in. Battle of Pennsylvania came in. They were playing the second game of a back-to-back, traveling back-to-back, and Philadelphia was still, like, plus 300 on the money line, and they got uh, the doors blown off them. So, yeah.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah so much for that. <laughs> so
7: much for that coaching change, yeah.
3: Yeah. All right, Josh, we appreciate it, man. Enjoy the uh, the rest of the uh, Week 18 and the playoffs Where we'll talk to you down the road. Good luck, man. What are, Good we luck.
7: Doing? what are we doing for Saturday's Eagles game? It's 8 million people out of the game. Are we betting people? Right. <laughs> No. Running the backdoor cover? No.
2: no. no. Right, you, you just got a bunch of pissed off people right now who can't bet the game, really, because nobody really knows who's playing or who's going to be out. This will be one of the worst games ever, but I'll have to sit there and watch the whole entire thing. Yeah, does...
7: backdoor, cover, in the fourth.
3: There you <laughs> there go. All right, you made a lot of people very happy, Josh. Thanks so much for coming on.
7: All right, cheers, guys. You enjoy your weekend.
3: There Thanks, he is, Josh Inglis it. from up in Canada, man. How about that? You know, he, he had a little bit of that Canadian humor to him. I like yep, that. Yep, yep. Yeah. yeah?
2: Yeah? How you like that, eh?
3: Yeah. Look, the people on our stream notice everything about the guy's house. You know, they're oh, like no, picking apart stuff. Of course. Of Unbelievable. Course. Can I get free jerseys? <laughs> you think that guy has
2: this? Has that shit anywhere else he goes on these? No, but Nobody else is doing that. Nobody will ask him that, you see? This, this is real content here, man. Real right, content. Right. You know, oh, we don't man. play around, Now,
3: you play. were asking about Vance Joseph. He's done a nice job with Arizona. Yes, he has. Um, the only thing I, I think probably working against him is that it's all about offense now. Yep. Like all these owners, they want an offensive mind as their head coach. I mean, look at Fangio was one of those defensive guys. He's going to exactly. be out on his ear. They're not hiring a defensive coach in Denver. I, can get I was surprised that. they did that
2: in the first place. You know, I agree. With their, you know, with their GM, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So,
3: so I think that would probably be one thing that might work against him. But he's done a nice job. There's no doubt he, about uh, it. He,
2: he's, he, they've drafted well. He's played put guys in the right position. Even though his star player is out, he's still able to generate pressure on the quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I thought he may, might have an opportunity. We haven't heard much about Eric the me. At least I haven't. Yeah. As far as in the you know you know the coaching rounds, you know, I've been listening to.
3: His window may have closed, at right. least For a pro job, maybe right. he ends up getting a college job. Who knows? Well, I mean, Some, he, someday I, I,
2: I heard he was a possible candidate for uh, what, during that time where they were talking about UCLA and you know and and you know what that dumpster fire they have there. Oh yeah. You know, so, I mean, I, I don't know or USC
3: was it USC before they hired Lincoln Riley.
2: No, no, this is this one. uh, they were talking about chip Kelly. Oh, okay. Could have possibly went to, uh, going back Oregon. to Oregon. Oh yeah. Yeah, when, yeah. yeah. Went back to Oregon. Yeah. And, uh, he was, you know, he'd been talking about it. I know, you know, he, he had an opportunity to go, uh, to go back to Colorado hmm. and he chose not to, because at that point he was talking about pro, Right, but that would have been a great situation for him. You know, I mean, I, I can remember playing against him back when I was playing at Kansas State. That's all you heard—the stadium, Eric B. Enemy, yeah. dude. That dude there was unbelievable. That was unbelievable.
3: that environment must have been great. That stadium yeah, in Colorado. Oh yeah. oh yeah. I mean, it still oh, is, but back then they had big time teams. That big time teams. You know, West.
2: Westbrook was there? Yeah, uh, Stewart. Um, right, you know J.J. Flanagan, um, yep. Leonard Renfro, right. First round draft choice of the Eagles
3: and Westbrook, the wide receiver that went to right. Washington for a while. Right,
2: <laughs> punched Stephen Davis.
3: Yeah, <laughs> yeah.
2: Wow, that, that was those some wild boys up there. They had Chad Brown. Chad Brown was a linebacker. He played oh, with the yeah. Steelers for Pittsburgh. Yeah, yeah. But he was a uh, I I don't know what you call him. You know, he's a um, he loved reptiles. You know, he 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 in his apartment he had like. I think they said he had like 200, 200 snakes. You know what I mean? I, I'm, you know, back then. Now I who had the snakes? Chad Brown.
3: Oh, okay. Wow. So the,
2: we just had this thing called, it's called the Black Greek Conference mm-hmm. where all the Black Greeks in the Big A Conference, that's one the Big 12 was the Big A Conference. Right, right. Would meet at one school. Well, it was in Colorado one time and I went up there at Colorado and I was just hanging out with, uh, I was actually hanging out with Ben and me and Vance Joseph. Mm-hmm. You know, both of those guys, you know, went there. I'm hanging out with them, and I, you know, we go by Chad's house, you know, just see all the snakes and everything. He had just about he even had poisonous snakes. You know what I mean? He wow. even had poisonous snakes. He he he's like, I don't know what they call him, like a um a reptilian. No, it's it's, it's something crazy. The, sh- the stream will tell us. <laughs> well, like a
3: person that just uh has snakes. There's a name yes. for that, I guess. Yeah, yeah, there is. Yes. All
2: right, we can find that. Right. So, you know, he, he loves snakes, man. He, he had like 200 different snakes in his house. It was crazy. But Renfro, I remember we, we probably got him drafted He against the, um, we played him at Kansas State. We had a new guard. Hmm. Um, this guard, he ended up being our a strength and condition coach at Kansas State, but he was, he was, you know, an undersized guy, kind of like Kelsey. Yeah. But he got tore to shreds. He gave up three and a half sacks referral had three and a half sacks he had an interception he did everything that game got him drafted to the eagles in the first round he never did anything i think he might have played three years there wow with the eagles and just called it quits we we got him paid so it's another battle
3: national geographic says snake charmer (laughs) <laughs> uh, no. And also a herpetologist. That's
2: it, that herpetologist. That's what oh, it, that's yeah. the word you were
3: looking for. Yes, okay, herpetologist. Someone yes. who studies reptiles and amphibians. Yep, not a herpesologist, <laughs> which is probably somebody on the stream.
2: I don't want to. I don't want to know if they, what they uh, research. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah, All man. Right. It's um. <laughs> It was crazy up then, you know, because they won a national championship then that year also.
3: hmm Yeah. You know, they
2: they beat uh Mizzou. I remember they, they meet, beat Mizzou, and they got an extra fifth down.
3: I remember that, too. To the national championship. They that split game. it
2: with – actually, with Washington, I think.
3: Yeah, I remember they that split fifth down. They split the national down. championship with them. Yeah. That was an outrage. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I, could, was. I couldn't believe that, actually. <laughs> Jesus.
2: <laughs> we, you
3: know, we talk now, like – you know the officiating is so bad, like it's been, it's been like this forever.
2: Exactly. We, we mean, just,
3: we just now have review that makes it even worse. It's just now human you can error. See stuff better.
2: Right, right. You know, it's, yeah. it's human error, man. You know, it's, it's, yeah. it's going to happen, man. That's why. I, even you know, even the year I won the Super Bowl, everybody mm-hmm. talks about you know the the you know the Super Bowl. I was talking about you know the officiating was bad. That's why no, it no, was. we we, we it was kicked terrible. their ass. It we kicked their ass. Still, we still kick their ass. Absolutely I mean, terrible. What about the what about the um what about the game we had against the Colts? They I man they it was highway robbery.
3: Well, yeah, they wanted the Colts. Highway
2: robbery. Game. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. They tried their best.
3: Yeah, and then once the Steelers got in there, they're like, all right, well, it's it's uh it's Bussey's hometown. We got to make the, the the story. The narrative is Pittsburgh needs to do well, and Bettis needs to be the guy. <laughs> Now, did some big light go on in your house? It looks I, like I'm there's like a star over your shoulder, your right, right shoulder.
2: What is going on? What I'm is happening? And it, it is no light that just came on. It's the same light. I don't know why it's doing it.
3: Has the Lord entered your house, Barrett?
2: Well, it's about time. I got oh, favor now. Goodness. I got favor. I feel my mom would tell you, I got favor, man. <laughs>
3: oh, wow. That's amazing. I just saw that go on. I'm like, what?
2: what, what the hell is that? There it is. There oh, it is. Man. I accept it. I receive it. <laughs> but
3: Josh thought that uh, Matt Rule's done in Carolina. Yeah, yeah. He's—I mean—he's got four or five years left on that deal. He was mistaken as far as the length of the term of the remaining contract. But I don't know. I don't. I. I, well, don't, I, I think he gets one more.
2: Well, well, you know, you think it? You think it's us that we're looking through rose-colored glasses because you know he's—he's he's our former coach at Temple. No, you I know, just think everybody me. might look at him, you know, a different way than we do.
3: Yeah, no, I mean, that's true. I know down in, in Carolina, there's a couple uh, guys that cover the team that are very uh, they've turned on rule and a good portion of the fan base has too. And you would understand why. I mean, they started out three and oh, and they're they're like five and what? Five and. Eleven.
2: Right, right. You know, right.
3: I mean, it's it's been terrible. He has not done a good job. Uh, we screwed it up with the quarterback. I mean, you know, in hindsight, they should have just stuck stuck with Teddy Bridgewater.
2: Absolutely. And, look, you know, at, you know Teddy played all right. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, that's that's three bad coaching mistakes at the quarterback position. You, do, you usually don't get that many mistakes, man. Mm-hmm. Not at the quarterback position, you know. Right. I mean, it's, that's too important of a position on the team.
3: I mean, what do they do now? You, you can't go. I mean, Darnold is obviously not. He's the not the answer. answer. He's not the no. answer. So now what do
2: they do? Well, that's the problem, you know, you know. Do they go into the draft? Do they trade up?
3: Right. I've seen some mock drafts them. where they take Malik Willis from Liberty. I've seen a couple that way.
2: It, he's good, man. Well, he's, I, I watched his bowl game. He, he, yeah, he made they, it happen, man. He
3: and he and uh, um, the kid from Pitt are going to go in the top ten. Easy. I don't think there's Easy. any doubt about it. Easy. I Easy. really don't.
2: Um, I, I I know how he's he's dropped. He's dropping dramatically.
3: I saw one with Howell going at the end of the first round. I forget to
2: who. He'll still go in the first, but he's going to be late. He's almost going to be like um. I'm I'm looking at him. He's going to be like Lamar Jackson. You know, the end of the first round, they trade up to get yeah. into the first round. Doing one of those one of those, you know, end of the round type of deals.
3: I'm not a big I'm not big on uh, Howell. I don't I don't I, mean, I think to me he's like he's like a poor man's Baker Mayfield.
2: Well, I wasn't even going to say a poor man's bigger. I was just Baker Mayfield, period. That's <laughs> why I see him as a Baker Mayfield. It's funny you say that because that, that's exactly what I was thinking about Yeah. when I look at his game.
3: Um, I'm trying to see if anybody in this mock draft took Howell. It was one I saw yesterday. I think it was uh, Wilbur or Walter Football had Howell going towards the end of the first round. And I don't know. I'm not a big fan. All right, we'll take your time out. We'll get into this mock draft stuff because I got Todd McShay's first mock for 2022. And there's some good picks in here for the Philadelphia Eagles. I think Barrett's going to like this stuff. Uh, We'll talk about that a whole lot more when we return to the middle here on a football Friday.
5: This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday.
4: The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org.
2: Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Seven, four, three. One, two, three. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia Bank. As a hard-working American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz badly injured call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley law firm find out why they say we got this
0: go for the midnight tears
4: go for the game go for the hits go for the fans go for the win go to ocean casino resort book your trip at the
3: All right, welcome back. Hour number two in the middle on a football Friday. Harry Mays, Barrett Brooks. Smash that like button. I saw we're up um, over 9,800 subscribers now, climbing towards 10,000. There Barry. we go. There we so, go. Uh, hopefully we get there by this weekend. But I see Josh Inglis, our guest in the first hour, was in the chat. Did you see this? No, I didn't. Yeah, he actually he he busted on himself in the chat. <laughs> At eleven fifty eight, remember when he was? Uh, he called Dusty Baker Dusty Rhodes, right? Now, little does he know that that fits right into the show,
2: right? Right, yeah. actually,
3: you know, like not Dusty Rhodes, you know, but he puts Dusty Rhodes, idiot. Thanks for the chat. Enjoy the world's worst Week eighteen football game. <laughs> oh,
2: wow, yeah, I like that. Watch, you know, watch these games be like miraculous games, also, man. Right. you know what I mean yeah I mean it'd probably be great games you know just because nobody really wants to watch it mm-hmm. I can't wait man because this is Dallas week man like I was saying in uh beginning of the show this is Dallas week man this is the most hated team that I've been around and I've been a part of some 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 hated rivalries mm-hmm. I was when um I was in uh Detroit and I was in Green Bay you know and we always had a problem back then with Tampa Bay right. that was our heated rival you know Playing at Tampa Bay, you know that the, they,
3: weren't they in the same division still? Yeah, back it was then? Tampa yeah, Bay. Yeah. It was the,
2: the, that's what it, that's when it yeah. really was the black and blue division. Right. It was uh, it was it was Tampa Bay, it was uh, Minnesota, mm-hmm. Detroit, and Green Bay.
3: They still had the cream sickle orange uniforms back when you started. Yes, you?
2: yes, yeah. yes. They didn't, and and you know it was it was hated rival because you know defense was all world. Right, you know, Simeon Hardy Nickerson, Hardy Nickerson, (laughs) Derek Brooks, (laughs) right? Um, uh, uh, one of the twins, what's his name? Uh, Arunde Barber, um, uh, way back in the
3: day, they had Selman back in the 70s,
2: yeah. But then they had, um, what's his name? Um, Hall of Fame Safety, um, he's now a GM for Lynch, Lynch, yeah, Lynch, yeah, Lynch. So, you know, it was, it was, it was, it was defense galore back then. Chitty Hmm. Ahanatu, I remember going against him, battling him every day. Right. So, you know, it. that was that was a heated rivalry. But then I got to the Steelers and it was a heated, heated rivalry with, um, you know, playing against Ray Lewis and his his Ravens. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I've been a part of his heat, but by far the team that I dislike the most. Is Dallas. I still cannot stand Dallas to this day. I mean, I hate them even worse than I hate the Ravens.
3: Well, I talked to our buddy Rob Ellis this morning and oh, there's no you? there's nobody that hates Dallas more than him. <laughs> I mean, he is. Uh, he and Bruno are the card-carrying members of the Dallas Cowboys oh, haters yeah, club. A doubt. Yeah, without a
2: doubt. Yeah. So, what do you say, Harry?
3: Yeah, What's going I hate on, them Harry? <laughs> Yeah.
2: Um.
3: Now, you were talking at the beginning of the show. You wanted to get into the value of playing in the playoffs. You, you called it the value of dancing, right? Yeah, da- it's, dancing it's, it's, in the dance.
2: Yeah. You know, it, and, and that's the biggest thing. People, no matter what your record is. When you're in the playoffs, everybody's record's the same. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's, 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 it's everybody's zero and zero. So what you put together to get you into the playoffs, you got to go out there and just put it aside. It's now everybody's record's the same. So you're going out there. It's like it's, it's like you have a new team. And that's the way you have to look at it. You can't look at what you did before to get there. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I learned that when we played um, – you know, we, when Ben Roethlisberger's first year, his rookie year, we're in the playoffs, we ran out 13 straight games, got into the playoffs thinking we high and mighty, and then got our ass kicked by, um, by New England. Mm-hmm. Then we thought, you know, it's a new thought process going into that next year. Now we get into the playoffs, everybody's record's the same. You know, no don't matter how many games we lost, how many games we won. And once we took that mindset going into that, it really changed how we played our game. Because now we understand that we have a whole new, you know, it's it's a whole new um, team that we're playing against. We're a whole new team. Nothing's the same. Records don't get it. They're out the door. You got to go out there and reestablish yourself going into playoffs, man. And that's what it is, man. You you know, I don't want to hear anything about our, you know, uh, uh, um, how good, you know, this team is. You know, even even with, you know, with Brady, even with going against A-Rod, they got to go out there and 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 play at a high level, and forget about what they did in the past. And that's the, you know that's the that's the ultimate of being in the playoffs. Everybody's mm. records the same. I cannot wait to get in here with this offense that this Eagles team have because it travels well. Right. When you can run the ball and you can't be stopped, it puts you in a whole new mindset. It puts the people you're playing against in a whole new mindset because now they're scrambling trying to find a way. And they're going to do things they don't necessarily do to stop that running game. And that's when you break the big plays. That's when you get the chunk yardage because mm-hmm. now it opened up everything in the playbook. You can go out there and run play action, which will allow you to send two receivers down the field with max protection, you know, and I'll put my money up with Smith all day, you know, Quez Watkins all day. That's straight speed with Quez Watkins. He's a four, two guy, maybe, you know, you know, four, three, four, two guy. He can pick him up and put him down, and we see how good, you know, Smith is is getting separation out there. And when you have people out there, you know, when you have you know solid protection, and you're blocking. It really opens up your offense, man. I so can't wait.
3: So you think that uh, the Eagles represent uh, a tough out in the playoffs, really, no matter who they play, simply because of the way that they play?
2: Yes. It's a, I mean, yeah. it's a toughness. I mean, Sirianni meant that when he said that in the in in the press conference. Mm-hmm. You know, we bring a toughness to the game.
3: There's dog, nothing like Dog mentality.
2: People. Yeah, yeah. Dog mentality. That means something, man. That means something. You know what I mean? And and when you got, you know, even little guys like Smith thinking they're, they're dogs, it changes your whole, you know, outlook on how you're going to approach this game. Whoever we're playing against, please believe they are not going to take the, the Eagles lightly.
3: Mm-hmm. They are
2: not going to take them lightly. No,
3: I believe that. I absolutely believe that, regardless of who they get. Uh, Even Tampa, you know, who's played them before and really kind of toyed with them until the final uh, couple of minutes where the Eagles made it look like they were back in the game. But, yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Now, did you see this Baker Mayfield um, um, kerfluffle with Kevin Stefanski that apparently exists?
2: No, what is this?
3: Mary Kay Cabot, who's been covering the Browns for the Cleveland Plain Dealer forever. Um, tweeted that Baker Mayfield must resolve his differences with Kevin Stefanski soon in case they need to coexist next season. Um, As if he's not going to be there. Also, some names that will be on the radar if they don't. So she puts a link to her article. Baker Mayfield uh, quote tweets it and fires back his verified account at Baker Mayfield. Clickbait, period. You and many other Cleveland local media continue to be the drama-stirring reporters with no sources or facts. Don't put words in my mouth so you can put food on your table. I'm not your puppet.
2: oh, Oh. (laughs) Oh. Literally, you know, that's like a thousand more... um... That's a 1,000 more followers she just got because of that.
3: Wow. Now, Damon Amendola, who's on uh, national radio, CBS radio, he's a blue checkmark guy too, says, Baker Mayfield is something else. Publicly derides the play calling and in-game adjustments, which he did. Refuses to talk to the media after the Lions game, which he did. Claims biggest challenge is, quote, unquote, internal noises. To the NFL Network, and then calls the media drama-stirring reporters with no facts. <laughs> I love this shit.
2: That is crazy. What I is wrong that. with him, man? I don't he know, There's man. too many commercials, man. Yeah, he's, he's too many commercials. I they gave him too know. much too early. Yep, lost his mind.
3: I just don't even understand it. Like, why is he? Why is he front and center selling shit,
2: Harry? Like, honestly, is, no, no. You got to think of this. How was he the first pick in the draft?
3: Well, yeah, that too.
2: He that's is not joke. that good of a quarterback that he should have been first pick in the draft. That's, that's the that, problem right that's there. That's true. He shouldn't be the first pick. There's no way that he should have been the first pick in his draft. I agree. No way. I I, I don't understand it. And it's, and it's, and it's, that's that's bad. Um that's bad research by you know the the scouts bad intel by the scouts. I mean, you could see what what type of game he had going into um, you know, his his senior year.
4: Mm-hmm.
2: I don't know if you remember the Kansas game. The Kansas game, he's out there doing all kind of stupid stuff, looking, you know, just looking just like um that other kid they drafted in the first round uh to Cleveland. The one that um, you know, that did nothing in Cleveland. Uh Couch,
3: Tim no, Couch.
2: No, 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 no. Though this is way after that. He was the last quarterback before they could draft the Baker Mayfield.
3: Oh, For um, Texas A and M. Oh yeah, uh, Manziel. Yeah, Johnny, yeah Manziel. Johnny Manziel. He did the same
2: yeah. thing as Johnny Manziel. Right. So yeah. why? I mean, why? Why even? You know, why even? Um, why even recruit a guy like that? You you see you see the you know what what you know you got with that.
3: Yeah. Now you know, apparently, it, did you see this? Our very own John McMullen is involved in a kerfuffle. What is that? Um, Crossing Broad has this, and they've got copies of all the tweets. Howie Roseman is the topic of a three way Philadelphia sports writer kerfuffle by Kevin Kincaid. Jacob Media Sports, and they quoted John McMullen on Twitter, says that he's a top five GM, and it's not even close, John McMullen says of Howie Roseman. You can make a strong argument that this franchise makes more correct decisions than any other franchise for the simple reason. They don't have a hall of fame QB. I don't really get the end of that, but anyway,
2: I I do. I understand what he's saying.
3: So Kevin Cooney, a sports writer sees that and quote tweets it and says, Oh my freaking God. Are you kidding me? (laughs) 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 And, and, uh, Cooney says, if this is what the media is now, I'm happy. I've got a size 14 out the door. Wow. And McMullen comes back and blasts out. Give me the massive list then, sucker. No, he didn't say that. He just said, give me the massive list. So Cooney goes in there and goes Veach at Kansas City, Lynch at San Francisco, Belichick, Loomis in New Orleans. Uh. Robinson at Tennessee, Gudakunst at Green Bay, Bean at B- in Buffalo, DaCosta in Baltimore, injuries notwithstanding, Jason Light at Tampa. I'll make an argument on Chris Ballard as well. Les Sneed does Howie's uber-aggressive thing even better. So Cooney came back with a bunch of names. Wow. Okay. So McMullen blasts back at him. Copy Quote tweets him. Besides the obvious, like Belichick and Newsom slash DaCosta, the guys in Baltimore, a lot of recency bias there. But let's take your list at face value. Top 10 isn't good? Question mark. And let's see, where did this go? Oh, then Mike Kay got involved. Another blue check mark covers the team. Liked never made the playoffs before Brady came to town. New Orleans is constantly in cap hell and hasn't been in a Super Bowl in over a decade. Lynch has had horrific drafts and signings. (laughs) Ballard hasn't won a division title in the easiest division in the league at JF McMullen. So they're going back and forth. Wow. Oh, my God. Kevin Cooney blasted uh, Mike K by saying, did Spadaro leave and you are in auditioning (laughs) for his job? Good Lord.
2: Kevin that's Cooney. what we need On um,
3: we need Kevin him Cooney all. from the top rub I tried to get him on a couple of weeks ago and um he had covid apparently he teaches as well so he was staying home from teaching and he didn't he didn't think it was right if he came on a show if his if it got back to his boss he'd get in right. trouble so right. I, you that, know, I was like all I right, understand right, that I'm yeah, not understand gonna, that I'm not gonna try to get in trouble right. but yeah so these guys kept on going back at it um wow Kevin Cooney goes to um to McMullen, all we well, McMullen says, All we do is think about it every day, maybe, maybe think about that. And Cooney says, Hey, John, I did it for 20 years as well, pal, and I never <laughs> bent over backwards to get an organization's good graces. Oh, and no, I, I can look myself in the mirror every day. Oh, this is great. Wow, McMullen then goes, Yeah, how he loves me. <laughs> he's joking you really got me figured out much like jason liked good call oh my god
2: this is getting nasty unbelievable wow Wow, john mcmullen the mafia stirring things
3: up tell you what he now was he in the was he in the crafts room when he was sending out (laughs) all these
2: tweets firing back
3: right Oh, no, he wasn't awesome. in the
2: craft room because he wouldn't have got a signal out.
3: <laughs> That's probably see very good point. That's a great point. <laughs> wow. Oh, this is great.
2: But you know, I mean, looking at what he said, it makes a lot of sense, though. You know, I mean, no matter how bad we we hate Howie, his first round picks. I mean, there's a lot of people, you know, a lot of guys that that mess up on the first round picks. Mm-hmm. But he's kind of solid after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I just I... can't. I just can't get past. I can't get past his, you know, the smugness of of him thinking, you know, that, you know, he's the next thing, you know, he's the second coming, uh, you know what I'm saying? And and you can't question what he does. His mistakes are
3: big, like fiery car wrecks in turn three. You know what I mean? Like they're
2: like, (laughs) oh my God,
3: you know, like that's the mistakes. But then then, he'll
2: do, he'll take two or three gems from out of nowhere, you know, like pink, pink, pink. Mm -hmm. And then after that, you know, it kind of overweighs everything he did from the first round he did the year before. Right. You know what I mean? No, you can't get past this 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 wide receiver you picked up in the first round.
3: Well, that's what I'm and saying. Skipped
2: over somebody
3: like taking Devontae Smith, where they had to take him, was only because Jalen Rager sucks. Yes, and because J-Jaw sucks. So it's like he'll make a mistake or two. And then, oh, by the way, when I get another opportunity, because he keeps getting opportunities because the owner is never going to get rid of him. Oh, he got one right. We should all have a parade. A-da-da. You know what I mean? A-da-da. Like, that's where I get to have a problem with it. Like, yeah, is Devontae Smith a good draft pick? Yes. But they shouldn't have really needed Devontae Smith.
2: Exactly. Is my or, point. Or you know, so we'd have Jefferson out there. Right. Or the mere fact that we have, you know, we went out there and we got a great, you know, nose guard slash one technique in Hargraves, but you still mm-hmm. can't take away the fact of uh, Eric Wilson. You know how bad he is, right? Yeah, you know, say so at the linebacker position, you can't. Yeah. You just can't out- overlook that.
3: And are you lucky to strike gold in the seventh round on a Mylotta, which was really just a hey, let's just see what happens pick. And the, oh, by the way, your offensive line coach has coached that guy into a star. Right. And yeah, you should you get credit for finding him, sure. But you should also get criticized for the fact that your first round pick in Andre Dillard stinks. And that's why you need Jordan Mylotta.
2: Or 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 what you did with Rasul Douglas and then um and, and, and the other cornerback in the second round. From Washington, Sydney mm-hmm. Jones, you know, you whiffed on those two. But oh, look at what they're doing now. Right. Look at what they're doing with somebody else. No, they were supposed to do that for us, not for anybody else. Now Rasul Douglas will probably go to the I think he is going to the Pro Bowl because of what he's done with in Green, Green Bay. Bay. Yeah. But you can't look at that that's as amazing. a badge of honor. You can't look at that as a badge of honor of what you did. You know what I'm saying? Somebody right. else got him playing where he's playing right now. Right. You know, and 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 that's the problem right there. You know, or, or you know, the, the fact that we still have deals like Alshon Jeffrey still on our books, mm-hmm. deals with Carson Wentz still on our books. Those are all things you can't look past. You know what I mean? That stuff is still something that you created and we're still trying to work through on our books. D Jackson numbers are still on our books right now. You know, you can't look past those things. Those are things that you
3: did. All right. A Birdman 990 says, I don't think I watch the same sport as some of y'all. And he says, Dillard is a starting tackle on 15 teams in this league. He ain't a starting tackle on this team, and this is the team that drafted him. Ah, okay. Da da. So I don't care what he would do in Detroit. <laughs> That's not my concern. All right, let's get that right out in the open. Right. Howie Roseman didn't draft him for 15 other teams in the league. He drafted him for this team.
2: And I tell All you right? once again. If you get drafted in the first three rounds, Mm -hmm. you should be an impact player on the team in some capacity. Right. You should be playing on the field in some capacity. Right. You know what I'm saying? You know, whether special teams, you know, being a a starter, Mm -hmm. especially the first round. First round, you're supposed to start, period. You know, no way around it. You're supposed to be a starter.
3: All right, now in I know we're round. we're gonna go through this mock draft uh, before the show's over, and you're also gonna do your live um, self review yes. uh, in the final half hour. But did you know that we lost a great one uh, in the last twenty four hours? No, uh, a great actor, no Sidney Poitier. Oh, get out! Passed away at the age of ninety four.
2: Oh, respect. I did and not he know was that. a
3: great one. Yes. Okay? Um, I don't know how much of his stuff you have seen. A lot of it. Okay. So then we can probably talk about some of these because there are some, I mean, classics uh, in the heat of the night. Yep. To serve with love and guess who's coming to dinner yep. are three of the greatest they'll ever see. And they were, they were one, two, three they, he did them all in a row. He said he did to serve with love and then in the heat of the night. And then guess who's coming to dinner. And then a few years later, they call me Mr. Tibbs, which is the second part of in the, in the heat of the night. That was like sort of like the sequel. Yep. Oh,
2: Barrett, unbelievable thoughts. man. Your thoughts? Oh, this this is an icon, man. Yes, I did not know that. I mean, even his kids are, are are becoming icons. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I, 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 don't, I didn't I, know I, that. Yes, I mean they're they're actors and oh okay. You know, I mean, it's, I can't believe it, man. Yeah, this is crazy.
3: 94, though, he had a good run, bro. Yeah, he did. I mean, that's a yeah, good run.
2: Did. Yeah, he did. I mean, he was just fluent in the way he talked, man. Uh, I yeah. love the way he talked. Very fluent. Very man, elegant. I wish I could be he was fluent. a very
3: elegant speaker. Yes. You know what I mean? Like, yes. I mean, he, what was he from? Uh, bah- Bahamas or something? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah, he had that
2: kind West of that. West Indian.
3: Gri- yes. Very cool accent. Yep.
2: You know, West Indian. And, and it's like a, it's almost a little bit of British in it, but mm-hmm. it's very affluent. You know, I wish I could speak. Like he spoke, you know, and this is is he's he's one of the guys, you know, he'll definitely be missed, man. Definitely yeah. be missed. I did yes. not know that. Yeah,
3: man, he passed away. Sneakers, too. I see on the on the stream. That's a good one. That's more of a recent uh film that he did. I saw that that was very good as well. But man, he's he's got some classics, dude. I mean, you wow. go way, way back in the day, even way back before those sixties. a uh, Raisin in the Sun in nineteen sixty one, Porgy and Bess, which is a I watched Raising
2: the Sun. Yeah. You know, in in school, in high school. Oh, yeah. Watch it. Yeah. Yeah. You had to watch it in school. Wow.
3: Yeah. I'd like to go back and watch In the Heat of the Night and those, those to serve with love and all that again. The, those, those are timeless. In the Heat of the Night that, was man. so good. You know, who else was great in that flick? Who's that? Rod Steiger. He was the the sheriff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He was great in there. Lee Grant was in that movie. Good stuff. Yeah, 94 Literally years going old. Back, yeah. yeah, man. Well, are
2: you surprised? No, not at all. You're not a at little, all. You're a little I didn't know. No, I didn't I didn't know he passed away. Yeah. See, I wasn't up on anything yesterday, bro. What what happened? What was going on over at your house? Nothing was going on, man. I just I just I just took a break, man. I was just going uh, through flipping through, watching a little more of the. Um, I, I started back from the beginning and watching um, F one racing. The
3: F one thing again? <laughs> yeah, Jesus man. I'm I'm stuck
2: Jack. on it, man. I'm stuck on it.
3: Oh yeah, he was in the Jackal too. I remember, remember Jack- that one with yes. Bruce Willis and Bruce Richard Gere. Yeah, yeah.
2: You come to you know he's going to uh, to uh, assassinate. Yep. You know. Jackal was a great movie. It was.
3: And he did that in 1997. Man. Wow. Shoot to kill. Little Nikita. I remember that one in the 80s. Um, All right. Well, anyway, I just thought we'd have to mention that. He was a classic. All right. We'll be back on the other side. We got to do this mock draft. And I think I when I saw this, I was like, wow, Eagle fans would love the results of this mock draft. We got to get to it.
0: Go for the
4: midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Good
5: day, everyone. It's Joe Kraus from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coke Check. A cold IPA, it's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th, and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team also experience Krause's Co-Check, a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Krause's Co-Check here at Neck of the Woods.
2: Cheers.
0: Go for the midnight
4: dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
3: All right, welcome back to the show. Final half hour on a football Friday, Harry Mays and Barrett Brooks. And I see here uh, some breaking news here, Barrett. The Arizona Cardinals defensive lineman J.J. Watt took his first step back from a shoulder injury uh, when he was designated to return from injured reserve on Friday. So he's going to be activated. Uh, He can be activated to the 53-man roster at any point during the next three weeks. So they'll get him back for the playoffs. It looks like.
2: Yes, yes, and I, 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 thats exactly what I was talking about. That you know, um, they With were Vance still able Joseph. to go out there. Yeah, With Van Joseph, still was able yeah. to articulate that, uh, um, articulate that that pass rush without him being there. Mm-hmm. You know, being able to push that forward is crazy, man. Because you know, he was a big, big acquisition in the beginning of the year. Right, huge acquisition. And they can run a lot of stuff when he's in the lineup. Mm-hmm. They had to generate stuff, you know, because he wasn't there. So now with him coming back, that's going to be a tough defense, real tough defense. And they now don't I, even have their first-round pick. Their first-round pick isn't even playing right now.
3: Refresh my memory who that was. Uh, Is that the linebacker from Tulsa?
2: From Tulsa, yes. Yeah. He he doesn't
3: start, but he, he plays.
2: Yeah, but not not like yeah as much supposed not to
3: not a lot. Not a exactly. lot. Exactly. Yeah.
2: Um they've 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 um they put Isaiah Simmons everywhere. He plays mm-hmm. safety, he plays linebacker. I mean, they even have him out there on a the slot.
3: He was a top ten pick a couple years ago. Yep. Yeah,
2: yeah from that guy's from, got... from yeah.
3: Clemson, right? From Clemson, yeah. yeah. But
2: Zavin Collins, I don't understand, man. That's I thought the guy he was from gonna be Dolson. the truth. Yeah. I thought he was gonna be the truth. He just hasn't done anything.
3: Now I don't know how dialed in you are on the USFL, the um, the reboot of the league that's going to start this April, mm. but they named a couple of the head coaches yesterday. Um, Todd Haley, your boy, XFL? your boy. Todd Haley got a job. Kevin Sumlin, remember him, the old Texas yeah. A&M, Houston coach uh, at yep. Arizona I think last he was he didn't do a good, good job there yep. Mike Riley who's been all over the sidelines in college I think he was at Nebraska, Oregon State he was in the pros with uh oh was he with Chargers at one point years ago and I think he coached somewhere else in the pros too he's been around and Bart Andrus who I never heard of he ends up being the Philadelphia stars head coach. Bart Andrus, Bart Andrews. He's, he was a guy who's bounced around like NFL Europe. Um, he was in the CFL. He was in um, the UFL with Omaha. He was over in Europe, like I said, but I never heard of him, but he's going to be the coach of the Philadelphia stars. Riley, the former head coach of the chargers. Has been hired by the New Jersey Generals.
2: Yeah, that was um, that was Trump's old team.
3: Correct. And isn't that the team with Herschel Walker was on that Herschel Walker, at first, yes, right? Exactly. Yep. Sumlin returns to Houston to coach the USFL's gamblers, the Houston Gamblers. That's the old uh nickname they had. Well, mm-hmm. I think I think Jim Kelly was their quarterback at first oh, way him... back in the day.
2: Oh, get out. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So and, they have uh, uh...
3: Haley is going to coach the Tampa Bay bandits. Wow. Yeah. So he, he, he has a, he wasn't in the league. No, he was not, not at this point in time. They still have four remaining head coaches to name for the Michigan Panthers, Pittsburgh Maulers, Birmingham stallions, and the new Orleans breakers will be announced later. So all those are the, the old nicknames, man. I used to like the USFL back in the 80s.
2: I watched them just a little bit, man. I told you I wasn't a big football fan back then.
3: Right. I mean, uh, Philly's team was good, dude. They were in the championship, I want to say, three straight years and won it twice. Wow. They even had to move. They relocated, I think, their final year to Baltimore and played at the old old Memorial Stadium where the old Colts and the old Orioles used to play.
2: Where did uh, Reggie play in? reggie was
3: with the memphis steamboats okay yeah yeah i mean they must have had 20 some odd franchises and it was actually pretty good football i mean there's a lot of big names that you know names and hall of famers in the nfl that started there like you mentioned reggie he wasn't the only one there was a lot jim kelly as i mentioned um warren moon um was he there I think he was in the CFL. I don't know that he spent time in the USFL. You're right, the CFL. Yeah, he went to the CFL out of University of Washington because I remember watching him in the Rose Bowl in the late 70s with Washington. Um, But uh, what's What's his his name? name? Young. Steve Young started in the USFL too. Oh, did he? Yeah. I I want to say with um, the Los Angeles. Was it the Los Angeles franchise, I think?
2: I played with a guy. Um, defensive end. He was mm-hmm. asking my fraternity brother. I cannot think of his name. He was with he he was with the with the Oilers defensive end back in nineteen ninety five. Let me look that up. He was uh, like a big name. Bethea? No. Um.
3: Wasn't one uh, of the Matthews guys. No. Uh. No.
2: It was me. Yeah, I don't Wait know. A second.
3: And you're saying he started in the USFL? Yeah, he
2: started in the USFL. Really good. Number 95. Hmm. I can't believe I can't remember his name right now. What? I told you before. Yeah, I, don't I know.
3: There. We've been through this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we all Los, see it. The Los Angeles Express is where uh, Steve Young started, and that was a USFL team in 1984. And then William Fuller. Went... Oh, yeah. William oh, Fuller. Oh, yeah. He's a stud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Pro bowler, yes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Let's get to this um this mock draft because I think you're gonna like this. This is um McShay's first one. And this is one of the extra added benefits of this ESPN plus is you get this you go behind the paywall because everything good is behind the paywall. He's got Aiden Hutchinson going number one from Michigan to the Detroit Lions. Who? Aiden Hutchinson, okay, the defensive mm-hmm. end from Michigan. Yep. Thibodeau goes second to the Texans. Mm-hmm. The Jaguars take Evan Neal, the tackle from Alabama.
2: Yes, he's the truth too.
3: Yeah, you like him? Okay, yes. that's what I want to get to. Is he like a legit uh, top five pick? He's a legit day one starter. Pencil him in. Okay. All right. <laughs> Well, that's exactly what that quarterback needs down there. The Jets yep. take Derek Stingley Jr. Cornerback. Cornerback yep. from LSU, who's a yep. stud. Um, the guy you liked out of Purdue goes fifth to the Giants, George Karloftis.
2: Well, that's trouble for us.
3: Yes. And, and wait do you see who they take in the next pick, the Giants. Carolina takes an offensive tackle out of Mississippi State named Charles Cross. Do you like him?
2: he's he's pretty good too you know technician okay he's pretty good I, I don't know if I took him that early I would have took him late mid to late first
3: the Giants with the second pick uh, I don't know if this I guess this is the Bears pick that they have access to take Nicobe Dean from no, Georgia. Georgia oh
2: no oh shit <laughs> you didn't need to tell me that he he is the next michael parsons bro. he, can do, he can
3: do it all that he can guy do it is all. all over the field
2: all right but there's, um, still, there's still one guy on there that i like that's still on the board
3: right. all right uh atlanta takes the wide out from alabama Jameson williams okay the jets with their second first round pick take hamilton the safety from notre dame
2: oh that's another guy I wanted. Oh my goodness. You know
3: All right, so he's off the board now. The, the Eagles are on the board at number 10 with the Miami Dolphins pick.
2: Hold on, hold on, hold on. Now,
3: now who he, are you, who do you think they should take?
2: They should take the linebacker out of Utah, uh, Ahmad Gardner. That's what they should. No, take. A Gardner's the cornerback from Cincinnati. No, no, no not not Ahmad Gardner, but um hold on a second. Let me look through my notes. Lloyd my notes. is who you're talking Lloyd, about. Lloyd, yeah, Lloyd, Lloyd. Yeah, yeah. 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 Devin Lloyd. Yeah. Six-foot-three, 235, right, right like a deer.
3: Well, with the number 10 pick, they take it David OJbo from Michigan, defensive end. I like it, but he's smaller,
2: but I like it. I'll take that. I'll take that.
3: All right, you like that.
2: Yeah, he's about six-foot-five, 250, you know, but he can rush the passer, though. He mm-hmm. plays like a line. He would probably play in the same um, – he, he would play in the same defense, you know, like, you know, what they're trying to use uh, – you know, now with that 3 3 defense, mm-hmm. he, he'll, he'll be perfect in that type of defense.
3: All right. So yeah, that's a good pick.
2: That's a great pick. I'm right. good with that.
3: All right. I'm good with that. Number eleven, the Raiders take DeMarvin
2: Leal, defensive lineman out of Texas AM. He's good. He's good also. Pittsburgh. He's, one that, he's, he's the one that ripped up uh Miami <laughs> by himself. Oh, okay. Kill that O line. Pittsburgh takes Kenny
3: Pickett, quarterback. Wow, a pit. How about that? The he, just, he, just, he just packs ben. his
2: stuff up and walks right across the hallway.
3: Right. Yeah, that pit <laughs> locker room's right down the hall from the Steelers locker exactly. room. Exactly,
2: right next door. Yep.
3: Number 13, the Washington football team take Matt Corral, Ole Miss.
2: Good pick. Even though he's hurt, yeah, yep. he's still a good pick. 14, Philadelphia Eagles are on the board. Now they get my boy, Ahmad Garner. No. Oh. <sighs> No, you're, you mean Devin Lloyd. No, Devin Lloyd, I, I, that's the first guy they picked. I wanted them to pick up them him first. Well, he's still on the board. Oh, okay. Well, then, yeah, we'll go with Devin Lloyd then. And that's who Todd McShay has him taking, Devin oh, okay. Lloyd out of Utah. <laughs> I thought he said somebody else picked him up. Yeah, I'll go with Devin Lloyd. That's great.
3: The Eagles have j- taken just one linebacker in the first round over the past 40 years. Right. Marcus Smith as a linebacker. Okay. All right. I don't, you know, I don't know that we ever – listed him as that but whatever but it's obvious they could use a playmaker in the middle of their defense lloyd who has 96 tackles and 20 tackles for loss seven sacks four interceptions for utah this season is rangy and moves around the field like a safety he could quickly become a qb on defense for the eagles
2: perfect devin lloyd's there let's pick him up i thought you got picked up no nope. So right now we got david
3: you got Jobo. O.J. Bo and Devin Lloyd. Uh, How are you feeling?
2: I could die and go to heaven now.
3: Yeah.
2: <laughs> I could die and go to heaven.
3: Yep. That right. would
2: be the perfect draft if 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 if, if, if he did that.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, I'd the be next, good with him. The next pick is your boy Gardner gets picked by Minnesota. Okay. Ahmad Gardner from Cincinnati. I've also seen somewhere Washington takes him, Gardner. Mm-hmm. Um, the Bengals take Tyler Linderbaum from Iowa, the center. That's a He's great good. pick.
2: He's really good too.
3: Especially for their young quarterback. Yep. They yep. avoided taking the offensive lineman last year in Sewell and they took Jamar Chase. Now they go back and get the lineman. Well, I, I'm not too mad at them for going out and get Jamar Chase. No, 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 no. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I remember both were on the board at the time and there was a lot of people saying, man, they should take the lineman. Right. You know, uh but that Jamar Chase is special. Um Denver takes Malik Willis from Liberty, the quarterback at number 17. Good pick for them. I thought he was going to go to uh uh the parents. Carolina. Yeah. yeah. They took a lineman instead. Um, a guy that you think is just a technician and maybe was taken a little high. The guy from yep. Mississippi State. Yep. Cleveland at eighteen takes wide receiver Drake London out of USC. Yeah. Yeah.
2: He's a big guy. He's like 6'5", but yeah.
3: The Saints take Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati quarterback. That's a good pick for him. He can Eagles. run it, He can run it
2: offense. You think he's a first-rounder, though? Yeah. I yeah. do think he's a first-rounder. Yep. Okay. Mid to late first round, yeah, I see that. All right, Eagles. Hold on. Num- let me see. Let me do one right. knows who I would get. They're at number 20. I would get one of two cornerbacks for him. Um, either Elam from uh, get Elam or I would get uh, Booth from Clemson, one of the two is from Clemson, yeah. Elam, I did he, um, is he another
3: Florida kid? I think so, yes. I think there's a bunch of there's a bunch of Elams that have gone to Florida, yep. Uh, the Eagles actually take wide receiver Garrett Wilson out of Ohio State, I love that guy. He is a stud, playmaker, playmaker, playmaker. He's the best of those of those three wide receivers at Ohio State.
2: Yeah, I could work with that. Yeah, me too. Even though I wanted all three defense, I know I could go with that. I I can go with that. I was Um, looking for defensive across the board, but yeah, I can go with that. So if you got a
3: a defensive end and a good linebacker and another big play wide receiver, you'd be pretty good with that. I would too.
2: I would tell Howie, well done, sir. Yeah. Well done.
3: Yeah, if Howie nets those three guys, you know, Kevin Cooney's got to uh, give an apology. <laughs> John McMullen and to Howie Roseman.
2: And I, I tell you what, Mullen will not let him forget about it. Either. No, he won't. He would not let him forget about
3: it. Anytime I see McMullen or we get him on a show, I'm going to stoke him about this. <laughs> we got to keep this fire
2: going. You know who, um, if, if, if we had it over to do again, um, even though I like a jobo, mm-hmm. I still would have liked to go with uh uh Hamilton from from Notre Dame.
3: Out oh, of safety. Well, in oh, this case, man. he was off the board right yeah, in front he, of right yeah. in front of him.
2: He was off the board earlier. Yeah, but yeah, that kid is gonna be a star, man. Kyle Hamilton. Yep. He's gonna be a star. Six foot four. He's got speed, Big, rangey. Yeah. Yep.
3: <laughs> now <laughs> you know? Would you think of him as like a Sean Taylor type of
2: guy? Yes. Okay. Yes, or or like the kid from uh, the other Notre Dame kid, Smith, Harrison Smith. From, oh, from uh, Minnesota. Minnesota, yes. Yeah. Somebody that could be there for years. Yeah. It, there's, there's nothing like you know having a guy like that and just sit back there and you just have him for years. You don't have to worry about you know right getting beat deep. You don't have to worry about you know bringing somebody in the box. He could play in the box. You play him deep. He, he does everything well. Harris right. Smith does everything well, man. I love this game since he came into the league.
3: Now, after the Eagles pick, uh, the Dolphins took uh, a lineman from an NC State, Iquanu, offensive tackle slash guard.
2: I don't. I didn't watch his, his film yet.
3: The Ravens took Trevor Penning, tackle from Northern Iowa. I
2: haven't watched the film on him either.
3: Uh, Buffalo took McCreary, the cornerback from Auburn.
2: I watched film on him. He's good.
3: The Chargers take Jordan Davis, the big guy in the middle of the line with Georgia, yep. number 99. And, and here's where You Sam... know I,
2: I don't think that he's going to be an instant impact. No. Not not starting off. Hmm. They're going to have some problems with him in his weight. Okay. That's what I will tell you.
3: All right. He is a big kid.
2: Yeah.
3: Um Detroit takes Sam Howell at quarterback. Oh, no. No, they they, they want they to just keep, keep doing them. the wrong thing.
2: <laughs> oh, my God. Uh. I, I, I didn't see Sam how – I don't see him making it out of the first round. Yeah. I know he's going to be picked up, but I thought it was going to be one of those deals where he's going to be late, later than that.
3: Booth from Clemson goes to the Titans at 26. Good cornerback, man. He's He should have been drafted up higher than that. Trayvon Walker, defensive end for Georgia, goes to Dallas at 27.
2: Another problem. Another good draft pick.
3: Yep. Green Bay Bay gets Chris Olave, wide receiver, Ohio State. Aaron Rodgers will like that pick. Well, I didn't know
2: if he was going to be going – I didn't know he was going to drop down that late. Mm. I thought Olave would go a little higher than that.
3: Uh, Kansas City takes a kid I love, Jahan Dotson out of Penn State, wide receiver.
2: He's – Speed.
3: Yeah. He fits Uh, in
2: perfectly. He's just like a Coleman. Uh, You know, Nicole Hardman. Nicole Nicole, Hardman. Yeah.
3: yeah. Uh, Elam goes to the Arizona Cardinals, the cornerback from Florida at 30. Good thing. Traylon Burks, wide receiver to the Patriots at 31. He's out of Arkansas. I like that Mm -hmm. kid. And Tampa Bay takes Cameron Thomas, defensive end, San Diego State. That's the first round. So. I would be happy with that.
2: I will be happy with this draft. If that happens like that, I will be happy with this draft. Yeah. I will definitely be happy with this draft. But you know what they'll do? They'll pick up another offensive lineman, they'll pick up another receiver, and we'll be dropped down. They'll get a defensive end, and we won't pick up a linebacker, and I'll be pissed Mm -hmm. again. Right. (laughs) It's going to happen, man. I'll be pissed again.
3: Right. All right. Here we go. Now, Barrett, you've got to do your own self evaluation for NBC Sports Philadelphia. Um,
2: Do you have to write this out? You know what? I got to look at it and see. Yeah, I do. The majority of it I have to write out, but I'm going to start off and be very, very um, critical of myself that I do have a problem. I don't know what I need to do. Take some more of this. Ginkgo by Loba. Yeah, this Ginkgo Smart. Yeah, they did you the Ginkgo Smart. Yes. Yeah. Yes. I take more of my Ginkgo Smart so I can be better with names. Uh huh. But you know, I I think that's one of the things that I do have a problem with is, is remembering names. Man, it's just being honest with myself. I also have a problem with, um, reading the prompter consistently and not sounding like I'm reading off the prompter. Oh. You know, being more you know, stop being so rigid with it, mm-hmm. and 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 speak more fluently when I'm when I'm reading off the prompter instead of reading it just like it is. Breaking news: John McMillan warns other reporters that you know I, I can't right, read right, right. like that. You know, well, what I'm
3: one way to do that is to just familiarize yourself a little bit more with what's going to go on to the prompter.
2: Exactly, you know, and
3: then it's not like you're reading it for the first time. If you're looking at it for the first time, it's hard not to sound that
2: way. But you know what? That means you gotta come in earlier to yeah. do that. Right. So that means I gotta get in earlier to do that.
3: <laughs> oh, I can hear Amy saying it right. You know what that means, Barrett.
2: <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> um, and then I, then <laughs> I'ma keep I'm gonna keep it right. You know, I gotta I gotta stay in, you know, my shortcoming. I have to learn to be more attentive of my emails. Ah, so that that's a goal for 2022. Yes, that's a goal. All right. Um, after that, I still have to go out and uh, make sure that I concentrate more on 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 being a team player. Oh, yeah, I got to be more of a team player. Yeah, but you, a I consider team player. you
3: a team player? I mean, you're well,
2: not... I, yes, but I'm talking about as far as you know, social media. Oh. Going in and liking everybody else's stuff, posting oh, okay. more stuff, mm-hmm. you know, being a team player means that I have to be more active and bringing more attention to my social media.
3: Oh, OK. I see what you're saying.
2: I'm not I'm not very attentive to social media, so I, I got to do that. So those are my shortcomings. Um, my strengths is my relationships with people that I'm on air with. I get along with everybody, There's right. two people that I dislike. Right. Being on air with. Uh, my strength is also breaking down what's in front of me. Mm -hmm. I love the breakdown film. I love bringing what I've broken down on film and bringing it to everybody, putting it in layman's terms or, or I to call Madden's terms. Right. You know, so people understand what I'm saying. I don't know. Overtalk people, you know, the people really understand what I'm talking about. Uh, I'm always on time. So I think that's one of my assets. I'm always at work on time. Uh, Yep. Let me see what else. Uh, I, I think that, uh, I mean, I, I, I think that's, that's pretty much, you know, what I was going to give myself a, you know, pat on the back about. I think I, I really do enjoy working with the people I work with. John Shelton says one
3: of Barrett's strengths is that he, he needs to list out his suit game.
2: <laughs> he has been on my suit game for the past two weeks.
3: He says it's a strength.
2: Oh, it's no. a strength! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I don't okay. Think yeah, I don't think yeah. he's
3: ripping you. Yeah. No,
2: because somebody else on the stream said that, that Seth outdresses me.
3: Yeah, I remember seeing that. I forget you who know said what? that. Yeah.
2: That's something that I just gotta, you know, deal with. I'm not a suit guy. I like, I like to wear jacket and jeans. It's different style. Right yeah, different style. Yeah. yeah. You know, I'm not. I don't. I don't want to be, because, because then everybody thinks I'll be trying to be like Seth. Right. I'm not, I'm not a Seth esque type of guy. Right, you know, I like I like to wear jeans and button ups, you know, and I don't necessarily like to, to 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 tuck my my shirts in, you know. Sometimes I have to, sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. You know, I like it open. I like to be free. I like to have you know, you know, bring people into me, you know, instead of you know, with a suit. It's almost like you you got to be a little stuffy with a suit. Right. You know, I like to be a little more casual, so you know, people can feel as though I I'm bringing it. them into you know, bring them into what I'm saying.
3: Now, you know? Armored Saint says, "Don't look so aggravated when you talk to Seth."
2: Do I look aggravated
3: I don't know. It's one man's opinion. I don't
2: know. (laughs) You know, it was was a long time where you know everybody's be like, "Hey, man, you and no, me and Seth are great. Me and Seth get along all the time." Yeah, I think I well, I know, and I don't think I know they want that kind of back and forth yeah you know?
3: they want a little adversarial kind of yeah, yeah you know yeah, you yeah. know
2: because but i the one thing i do hate this is when we're going back and forth is when i say something then he goes and counters when i say something because mm-hmm. the can always comes to me first right right i hate that yeah i'll right. be like i would tell sometimes i'll be you'll watch some show, I'll be like,
3: right and
2: he'll come to me anyways
3: it's like you get to to hit your serve but then he gets to, you know, whack it. He gets the volley you know, back. Yeah. yeah,
2: he gets the volley back. It's not fair. And then he talks so long. Right. He takes it all the way back. to the commercial. Oh, he man. takes it all the way to the commercial. But you don't understand. It's not like he's supposed to do that because it's supposed to be t- like out here in the ear, hey, let's go to break. Uh-huh. Uh huh. We need to go to break. All right. We're going to go to break. All right. Uh-huh. Push it back to Mike. And <laughs> that's what Mike is saying. You know, Moeller is saying that inside then So I, it took me a while. I'm like, hold on, hold on. Mike, are you only talking to me, Moher? Are you only talking to me? He's like, no, I'm talking to everybody. I said, does Seth hear it? Yeah, he hears it. He just chooses not to do it. He just doesn't give a shit. <laughs> Seth's like, screw
3: it. Uh, Boombap said he'll take Seth over Suge Knight. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? I might,
2: too. <laughs> me, too. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> Oh, my goodness, oh, man. man. You know, so we go back and forth, you know what I'm saying? And it's funny because once the break comes back, uh-huh. he'll be like, oh, I got you there. And I pushed it all the way. And we never go back and backtrack to it because nope. I got you there. And I pushed it all the way to the break. I'm like, yeah. man, that ain't right, man. <laughs> that ain't right, Seth. I know, bro. I know, bro. All is fear I, I, I and love and war. I'm no, like, it's... come on, <laughs> man. Come on, and, and And in between the
3: the two, what, what's Ray doing? Right. What's he doing? He
2: said it with a pen like this.
3: <laughs> notes.
2: I'm like, that's all he does is look at the notes. I'm like, uh-huh. do people really realize what he's doing? Because some of the stuff he's writing down, he's writing down stuff from years past that he that pops into his head. Uh huh. He'll he'll write it down, and then he'll go back and research it while he's sitting at the table to reaffirm it, and then he'll say it. Right. He's not just sitting there just playing around, man. He's when he's taking copious notes, those notes are really stuff that he's thought about. From before that just came to him. Mm-hmm. I mean, that notepad he, is he's, he—he's—he's killing it. He's killing it.
3: All right, now before we uh, say goodbye here, you sent me something yesterday. It was actually funny because I had favorited this on Twitter already. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you go, WTF? Couple exclamation points, and it's the story about Antonio Brown sneaking an Instagram model into his hotel before the Jets game, which was this past weekend. To make a sex tape.
2: (laughs) The night before a game? That is crazy. (laughs) But hold on. The the, um, Instagram model. Right. Miss Louise. She licked the toilet to try to get COVID.
3: Yeah, she's best known for licking toilets to get COVID.
2: What is wrong with her?
3: I mean, what is wrong with everybody? (laughs)
2: I wouldn't necessarily go lick a toilet I mean, what, to get cold. You don't get what? you don't get that. You get you get something else when you yeah. lick a toilet. <laughs> I mean, come
3: on. <laughs> first of all, that toilet had to be like ultra cleaned before she did that. That was probably all a ruse. No, I'm
2: never licking a toilet, period. I'm not licking no, a I brand know. new toilet, let alone me a, either.
3: I is, don't even like sitting on toilets.
2: Right. So why would he even think about first uh, of all, you're not allowed to have people in your room, you know, in the hotel. Right at all in up in your room Mm -hmm. they actually have police that sit outside um the elevator to make Mm -hmm. sure nobody can come to the room right now there have been people there have been players that have been known to play pay off these officers Mm -hmm. in order to bring somebody into their room that's happened before also but (laughs) did he did did he not think that she was gonna say something i mean for real and he only paid her 10 grand. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I
3: wonder if he even paid her.
2: Well, see, that might be the problem. Cuz he's
3: he's like Notorious got all for kinds not of, paying. Yeah, he's yeah. got all kinds of issues of not paying bills. <laughs> wow. Yeah, what a way to what a way to end the week.
2: Right, right. This yeah. is football Friday.
3: Yeah, I mean, we had a kerfuffle with uh, John McMullen and <laughs> Kevin Cooney, Mike Kay.
2: We got hope for this year's draft.
3: Yeah talk a little black monday (laughs) all right enjoy the weekend everybody um enjoy the game i know it's it's just sort of in the way to get to the playoffs but we'll get there we'll be back here on monday uh don't forget about the post game show here on the jacob media youtube channel we got uh big sills this afternoon and we'll be back on monday have a great weekend everybody
0: go for the midnight dares go for the game
4: go for the hits Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
5: Good day, everyone. It's Joe Krause from the Jacob Media Network here at Neck of the Woods. Uh, so excited to introduce Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA. It's just an incredible thing. I'm in my 18th year of Krause's Coats and with Brian's help and, uh, Frank coming together here at Neck of the Woods. Krause's Coat Check, a cold IPA, was born on this day. We'll celebrate it on January 11th and everyone is invited to enjoy or to meet and experience the entire Jacob Media team and also experience Krause's Coat a cold IPA. Gentlemen, a toast, I think, to you for producing Rousey's Coat Check here at Neck of the Woods.
2: Cheers. Cheers. Cheers.
0: Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game.
4: Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com.
1: Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app.